You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? It's John Holmberg here, adding beauty to your world with my friends from Creative Environments. Outdoor living is something we have here in Arizona, and we get to enjoy it almost all year round. Your living space doesn't have to end where your house walls end. You have a backyard just begging to become functional and useful. My designer at Creative Environments, Danielle, came to my house and created an outdoor space for me that is basically now square footage for my home, and I'm so happy I had them reimagine this portion of my property. I have them working on another project, too. I spent a ton of time by my pool in the summer. It's a great pool, but the area around it seems to be just a bunch of wasted space. Danielle at the team at Creative Environments, they're drawing something up for me now. And the cool part is when they show it to me, it's going to be a 3D video. So it's going to basically look like it's finished before they even start. Leaves nothing to the imagination. You'll know exactly what you're getting right there. They are top shelf in every aspect, design, construction, even maintenance. All you have to do is give them a look-see. CreativeEnvironments.com. We live in paradise. Build the backyard of your dreams. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. So much cock this morning. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. Some or another, it's Thursday already. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. This is the morning sickness and off and running. Are we for yet another glorious day here in paradise? It's going to be gorgeous. It was like 87 degrees yesterday. What what, what the hell's going on around here? Uh, not today. That's okay. No, thank God. Uh, yeah, no, and it's going to be a little nice. We don't need that. We don't need December 90s, that's for sure. We just don't need that to happen. Uh, uh, it is a, a Thursday morning, and I have to apologize in advance to everybody for uh, my team tonight uh, taking on the Patriots. Who would have ever guessed the Steelers-Patriots would be the game that everybody's like, oh, my God, we have to, this is a, nobody's going to watch this pile of garbage. But, come on, Zappy? Uh, yeah, Bailey Zappy and Mitch Trubisky has never been, Something anybody's wanted to watch ever in their life. So my apologies to everybody for my team being a, uh, you know, somehow or another they're still 
in the mix because they win games, but they do not. They're not an entertaining bunch. That is for sure. Real Just, barn burner tonight. Oh, Ooh. it's going to be. It's going to suck. Tonight's game is going to suck. So if you don't gamble, pick up a habit tonight. The only way to make this thing interesting is to have uh, gambling money on it. Because oof, brutal. I was thinking of trying heroin tonight, actually. Yeah, you might. You know what? If you haven't picked up a heroin habit or tried that fentanyl, I'm hearing great things about that. It's all over the place. You haven't reached out to Zappy, Brett? (laughs) No, not yet. Some things uh, happen? Man, I tell you. Yeah, well, if we could get the Italians back involved in sport, that would be nice as well because, wow, it's not good. It's uh, not at all good. So good luck to everybody who tries to make something out of that. Uh, I saw, again, everything to me starts pointing towards, hey, John, is this logical? Everything I'm seeing now, do you think this is logical? I have to hand I love, I love when people try as hard as they can to do a tribute and fail because I've been in the shoes of a person who's tried to pay tribute and had the uh, semantics and the details of that tribute fall to pieces right in front of me. I was uh, in, in, at the old radio station in 2000, I think it was 2001, um, I was... Uh, trying to convince everybody that Luis Gonzalez uh, of the Diamondbacks was becoming local lore. He was becoming baseball legend right before our eyes here on a, on a three-year-old baseball team. And he went off and he won the home run derby. And I jokingly made the comments of, uh, we need to make Luis Gonzalez Day a thing. This is a pretty big deal. Like, this baseball team is three and it was before they won the World Series, but that's the year they were heading to it. And to my surprise, a city council person listening to the show said, let's make that happen. And I'm like, okay, what do you need from me? It's like, well, you just do this, this, and this. I did it. I got my folks involved over at the station. The city council people were getting things together. And I'm like, this is real. They get an arrangement. I'm down underneath the baseball stadium a couple days later ready to present paperwork from the city. I'm hosting this. I'm like, oh, my God, that my little stupid voice went this far. And I felt, you know, kind of empowered by it. I've got a plaque. I've got, you know, like the thing at the end of The Wizard of Oz when he rolls out the scroll. I declare that today is Luis Gonzalez Day in the city of Phoenix. Me and like a mayor or something. I don't, not Dave Pratt. He wouldn't be there. Would it? Some, a real <laughs> important person. Uh, they're standing there. Luis Gonzalez is there. And I'm like, we'll broadcast my show live from underneath the stadium. Well, first thing I get there, the promo crew that I have from the stadium forgets the we're underground antenna. So the broadcast won't work because it's in the bowels of the ballpark. So, yeah, oh, yeah. We tried for a minute and I said, guys, not working. So right off the bat, we're just going to have to go to the TV feed because this is going on live. Well, it wasn't going on live. It was tape, so I'm like, all right, we'll just get the tape, and I'll go back to the station. It's right down the road. Just uh, have somebody fill for me for about an hour. The entire event, after I said, I, I proclaim this Luis Gonzalez Day, and Luis Gonzalez looks at the paper and goes, this is really nice. My name's spelled wrong. I'm like, okay, this is a complete and other up. Giant egg this coming your way. humongous show, and the mayor guy is gone. Now I'm the only one standing on TV cameras with Luis Gonzalez and a proclamation that said it's some guy named Luis Gonzalez Day, and uh, and it's not the guy I'm giving him the thing. And he gives it back to me and says, uh, yeah, get that fixed. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. <laughs> well, thanks for popping by. And he left realizing there was no thought or energy put into this by people that 
we're supposed to put the thought and energy in. I don't know how to make a scroll. I didn't. I don't know how to alpha graphics a scroll, right? So yeah. I've been there. I've been on this thing. Uh, two days ago, yesterday, somewhere around the last couple of days, Mattel decided to roll out Cherokee Barbie in honor of the first woman ever elected years and years ago uh, to be the president of the Cherokee Nation. I'm watching this thing. Again, I get sucked into YouTube sometimes, and I start giggling. I find some crazy stuff. So I'm watching this thing, and I'm like, oh, that's nice. Her last name was Mankiller, which I think <laughs> in the Indian Nation and the Cherokee Nation might tell a bigger story is, than you know, right? What does uh, your last name mean? <laughs> right, well, yeah, I mean, is it is it true that it's the first thing you accomplish or see? I, I mean, yeah. Mankiller's a pretty aggressive last name. Was it passed on from your mother, Mankiller? Pretty awesome. So she was man killer, and she's got a she's very uh, notorious in the Cherokee Nation. So and, and to give this guy props is is saying not saying enough. But the dude who is kind of like the spokesperson for the Cherokee tribe was like, uh, very nice. Although the basket, she's in a turquoise uh, the Mattel Barbie of of her, uh, and it's supposed to pay tribute to her. And it's you know it's pandering and glad handing to the Cherokee people, going look how. Great, we are at the Mattel company, and they did a Maya Angelou, and other. They're just doing dolls of other people. So the Cherokee guy says, uh, uh, "It's very uh, nice, but the basket she has is not authentic Cherokee." And they're like, "Oh well, you know, it's a little tiny basket." And they're like, "Oh, no, I give it to you." He said, "But I also would have liked you to get one other thing right on the packaging of Cherokee Barbie is the Cherokee Nation wording, right?" And uh, they have a lot of accents and things over each letter that make things different. So instead of saying Cherokee Nation president or you know, leader of the Cherokee Nation, it's because of the way it was misprinted or miswritten. Uh, it says Chicken Nation on it. So the tribute to the Cherokee people says Chicken Nation, broad. It basically <laughs> like throw it together. Don't ask any Cherokees to help. They, they wrote chi- uh, Chicken Nation on it. And he's like, that would have been... You could have very easily just asked one of us to help you with how to spell that. Anyway, thanks, though. Here's your doll. Here's the we gotta doll. Go. We're very honored to give you this tribute. And I laughed hysterically when he said it. And you see a white woman in the back smiling. And her smile turns into that, uh, oh, face of like, oh, no. And he had to tell, he didn't tell him right off the bat. It says Chicken Nation. What do you got? We're not rolling this out with Chicken Nation written on it. And I laughed like a like a child would laugh. It's great stuff, giggling like crazy. There's These nothing kids worse. won't know that. Yeah, well, that's basically what it was. Like, just slap it together. They're they're just they're not smart people. They'll just be happy we did something. And the guy's like, by the way, Chicken Nation, really? And it says Chicken Nation of Oklahoma, which is even funnier because they they never go by that. Which they never add the state in like it's a college. Oh, it's giggling like mad. And the guy was so nice about it. Like, he's like, well, you tried. But this is, I guess we're of the chicken nation now. Now, who's it supposed to appeal to? Little Cherokee girls, little Cherokee kids. They're not buying chicken nation dolls. It looks like an insult. There you go. Here's, here's man killer from the chicken nation. <laughs> Which is my appeal to my own people. Yeah. My appeal to my own, my whiteies. Stop it. Stop trying to be so woke that you've got to give everybody of color a gift that you didn't even really try to. You know, it's it's essentially blackface. Here, we made you this gift of one of your own. What's it say Chicken Nation for? Look, I tried. I don't know how to spell in your silly, mixed up, stupid, goofy language. 
and I give the chicken nation. <laughs> right. Isn't it beautiful what I've done for your people? Give it to your children. No. It's an insult, Whitey. It's like just, it's, it's the thing of like, you know, here, we made this for you, African-Americans. It's step and fetch it dolls, complete with chicken and watermelon. Enjoy. And it's like, oh, my God, what are we doing? Whitey, stop it. Stop paying tribute because you're guilty. Quit it. Between that and your Luis Gonzalez, it sounds like WKRP. It is. It's very KRP. And you leave feeling like, why did I do this? Why didn't I double check it myself? Because you kind of put the trust in other people that somebody asked a Cherokee how to spell Cherokee, right? Somebody, Somebody asked how to use their language. And then you find out they didn't, and it went to print, and it's way too late, and there's plaques made and dolls floating around you're like who did uh jam brewer did it to someone too oh, there, on oh, the airport she, at the airport with the uh the cardinals jersey yeah hand, and it misspelled uh his name there's nothing worse than that feeling of like i'm the greatest person in the world because i'm giving you something as a tribute to how much i like you even though i never researched how to spell your name or anything you're involved with i didn't even google it Oh, it's fun to watch that stuff. But it's almost always whitey. It's almost always whitey. And, you know, it's we're it's a dumb thing we do. If you're guilty, just be guilty and walk around and carry it on your shoulders. Stop trying to fix it with a brown doll. Here, I made brown dolls. Those aren't normal. The, these are for you. Why does it say chicken nation? We're not chickens. Oh, right. Well, we didn't look into how to spell it. We just... We made some oogie boogies there on your on the thing, and we just figured it was close enough. It's the thought that counts. Right, right. Even though we put no thought into it, or we would have learned to spell Cherokee Nation if we were going to even venture into your language. Hilarious. So I want to know how they screwed up Maya Angelou Barbie and Ida B. Wells Barbie because they did those. Jane Goodall? Oh, that could get dangerous. Hilarious. So stop paying tribute to people that you just don't know anything about. No one... And uh, to say how many they... Pre-made? No, no, they, I don't know. This could be very much like the Bud Light prototype, where they only made one or yeah. two. But the presentation of the one they made, horrible. She's got a blanket and it has no pox. That's how we care about you nowadays. It's a very other, it's the blind side. It's the, the twoies all over again. I giggled like a little kid. And then, I, uh, and then I turned my attentions towards the Republican debate again last night. And I'm just sitting there thinking... How in the world is this still how we decide stuff? How, how is anybody coming across? Out of that crew. Right, feeling good about it. And in the midst of that, I get a text from a friend of mine who says, I'd vote for this guy first. And then Frank Caliendo sends me another one of this guy. This morning. He's making the rounds. His name is Brian Russell Mujica, M-U-J-I-C-A. Brian Russell Mujica. His billboards say, and I, I, I'm not kidding at all, his billboards say, I'll read it exactly so I don't screw this up. It says, people with Down syndrome have a right to run for public office. It's time. <laughs> He's running for public office down like Argentina or something. And, the, and America's like, oh, my God, that's marvelous. <laughs> it's time they got there. And, I, you know, years ago I'd have been like, what are we doing? But then I watched that debate last night. I'm like, how much worse could it be? How much How much worse could it be? The only people that are going to be in trouble from having a Down syndrome representative are impressionists. Caliendo. I do presidents. If he ever got it. And I started to go, I'm a president of United States America. I'd be like, this son of a bitch is making fun of President Mujica. Treason. <laughs> Lock him up. 
you can't you can't do the Down syndrome voice. But I started thinking. I'm like, if we send a dude in with Downs, it's like when they used to send the Downs kid into the end of a uh, basketball game in high school. It was a blowout, and the opposing team was always like, "Don't guard him, let him score." It's an ESPN thing. And the kid would, you know... Three-pointer, a touchdown. Right, yeah. The one where they get the sick kid out there and they give him the football and everybody acts like they're trying to tackle him and the poor sick kid is scrambles all the way down. But if you look at the scoreboard, it was 77 to nothing. So they let the mentally challenged kid run one and the other team's like, we'll give you this. So we wanted the shutout, but if it's, you know... We know deep down you guys weren't going to score unless you put something with bird bones out there that we weren't allowed to touch. Everybody was in on it. Kind of the same thing with politics. I think if you put a mentally challenged guy out there... And said, uh, all right, President G, this is our representation. Don't be a dick to him. He's a little slow. Hello, President. How are you? Oh, very, very confused. I don't have that now. I think we should hug and kiss and eat jelly beans. Oh, world of pizza, baby. Jelly bean. Very good. Two years into it, we find that he's in a horrible scandal. Right. Women constantly up to the White House. I did not have sex with that woman. But there's your ejaculate is all over her dress. That's every day. I have a problem with the shooting of my stuff. That is true. I've seen him do that. I've seen him <laughs> walk through the halls and just fire his stuff. And then you get away with everything. I didn't shove a cigar inside that woman. It was an accident. And then, like, and his handlers would be like, all right, take the cigar and try to shove it in one of the reporters. I forget sometimes. That's not where they go. Uh, you know I have Down syndrome. He does have Down syndrome. That he, I might believe him. At least most of the stories would be good because, like, you know, there's one thing. There's nothing he didn't. Uh, he didn't hate anything. <laughs> right. And then. You'd always hear uh, the president couldn't stand this in the kitchen right. or whatever. He ate it all. <laughs> president Mujica attacked President Xi and giggled and tickled him until. Atari, he didn't have the playing. President Xi was severely injured in the attack. He's very strong, you president. <laughs> So I started thinking about it. Years ago, I'd have gone on some sort of rant saying, why are we doing this? What's going on? Why do you, why do we pander? Nah, not anymore. Today, I'm like, let them run. That'll make it more fun. If we have Down syndrome people and Vivek Rabaswamy tries to attack one with like terrible, he's mean. That guy's just mean. And he would go after, you have Down syndrome, you I don't think it's, whoa, Vivek, he's, you're going to let him win because you made the presidential candidate cry. It's not. I don't like Vivek Ramaswamy's words. They hurtful. <laughs> I'm not trying to make him cry. I'm the smartest man in the world. <laughs> I just want everyone to love each other and eat jelly beans. Why can't we live in a world filled with jelly beans? And this this week's picnic at the White House. <laughs> jelly beans. The president. <laughs> the president won the egg hunt for the third year of his term, knocking down all the other children on Easter. What a wonderful thing. Working out with a rock. There's no more basketball court. It's just a giant weight room. I'm getting stronger. The whole and Putin would be like that mentally challenged president over there in the states is too strong. I don't want to be in a room with him. Which said all this with a potato sack weight. I ran. The president then pulled out his potato sack and tried to race the Shah of Iran. Emperor broke his hip. Yeah. Loser gets a billion zillion dollars. Because that's essentially what our presidents do now. Here's a billion zillion dollars. Will you leave us alone? He can't be worse. Down's president wouldn't be so bad, I don't think. But, yeah, he's running down there. Would it be different? And, like, yeah, people do. Like, I just got an email. So we get Biden now. How much different is it? Yeah, dimension downs. I mean, you know, 
at least Down syndrome people can think forward. It's a little slower. We'd save some tax money. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be involved in anything. They're like, hey, <laughs> grease the palms over here. Let's, right. uh, the other guys are like, um, Mr. President Mujica, our agreement to require the briefcase? I forgot it. Right. So, no money? Well, what would you get money for? I got a briefcase full of jelly beans. The world will live on jelly beans. That's a currency. But yeah, he's running because, much like when Susan said it about, you know, female sexual harassment being okay down the hall there. The billboard says, it's time. It is time. It's time. I think we all agree it's time that Down syndrome people held office. President R-word would be what we call him. And Who's against it? Is he Republican? Is he Democrat? No, he's just our little Downsy president. I'm all for it. I used to, I used to, you know, I would have fought this a couple years ago. I'm like, ah, this is just make it. No, I'm for it. I want to run a Downs. Because the last few Bring we've back had. back those presidential Fitness Awards was a great program. Oh, they never actually participated in that. The president didn't have to pass the Fitness Awards. No. Right. Well, you're bringing so it back. You, know. you get right. that for the kids. Sure. Sure. Arnold had it with George uh, yeah. W. Or no, the first George Bush. They had the presidential achievement. And I don't know why George Bush was in on that. That guy could barely lift a glass. But yeah, why not? Let's get some downsy. And they've been doing it in England for years. That whole incestuous family that's running things over there. There's a few of them that you're like with the ears and the nose. You're like, there's something going on there. Few you'll never see. Right. Some that are up in a really nice attic. There are oh. Duke somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> Sloth is up there. Right. There's no question. But uh, uh, Brian Russell Mujica is, uh, ran for Peruvian Congress in 2019. I didn't know this. Uh, but he entered the race 2020 and then became the first person with Down syndrome to run for public office. And again, remember uh, when they always they wrestling is the one I always laugh at the most is when they they roll the Downs kid out for a wrestling match. And the poor kid on the I always feel bad for the other kid, the the able kid who's like, what? He's the same weight as me, but he can lift a tractor. I was like, you can't beat him either. Like, why? Because then you're just beating a kid with Down syndrome. There's no win for you here. Like, you lose to a kid with Downs or you beat a kid with Downs. Both ways, everybody's going to hate you. <laughs> if I had a Downs kid, <sighs> he'd be in all the sports. I mean, all the he'd be everything. If boxing would be the first thing I'd put him in. And anybody that beats him up is just a jerk. There's just no, he'd be the he'd be the let alone the dangers like an MMA or something. Let go of him. Yeah. Stop choking. Stop choking, Stewie. Ah, that winning. <laughs> oh Jesus, he killed him. We can't have him in there. But he'd get away with it. Like I didn't know his neck was so soft. All right, sorry. He didn't mean it. He didn't mean it. Everybody agrees he didn't mean it. Sorry about that to the family and all that. But he didn't mean it. Sue Dana White. He shouldn't have put him in there. And people would. But a president with Downs, we'd be getting away with everything. I don't understand what you have to say, President G. I have to go wee-wee. And he just starts pissing all over the desk. I have Down syndrome. There's nothing I can do about this. He would know deep down to take advantage of it. But uh, if you have a kid with Downs right now, I think politics is the, the future screaming it now. That, that, we're, that no one can say no to anything ever, ever again. So... Down syndrome kids start training him to do political speeches, and I guarantee you he's going to win at least a city seat. Hollywood should get involved and maybe like reboot Air Force One <laughs> right. with the new down. Get pressure. off my plane! It could be done. That's the the future to me now is Down syndrome. We cannot 
We can't tell anybody they can't be anything anymore. You know, everybody's capable. Let your freak flag fly. You can be anything you want to be, even if you're qualified or not. You're entitled to it. So why not? Let's let Down Syndrome folks get out there. Blind umpires in baseball. Don't say no to anyone ever again. It would. Be, the more I think about it, the more I've been wrong saying I don't want to see it. Hilarious. It just gets funnier and funnier. Just taking people who are like, I've always wanted to be an umpire. But you're blind. Still want to be an umpire. All right. We Let's have see what Angel Hernandez. Angel Hernandez can do right. it. So right. can you. <laughs> I've always wanted to be a pilot for a major airline. You have no arms and you have no eyes. Still want to be a pilot. Hey, you let Amelia do it and look what happened. Can't be much worse. If the blind guy said that, I'd die laughing. Yeah, you let women do it. He's got a point. (laughs) Why why can't we let the blind guy fly? We let ladies do it. All right, that's the unfair comparison, but it's funny. The jokes would be better. The world would be funnier if we just finally said, anybody, you guys think it TikTok taught you you can do anything you want? Go for it. Why can't we have a Down Syndrome president? Why not? Oh, I know why not. Don't answer it. I know exactly why not. But why for the fun, for the laughs, why not? Oh, boy, that'd be brutal. And when he had the- I was just thinking, junior in high school, Chrissy Allen is uh, allowed to suit up for the NFL game. This <laughs> sure, Sunday. she feels As like a linebacker. Can- why not? Why not? Kaboom! Let the ladies play, I say. Used to argue with that all the time. You can't put women, and I was doing it to protect women. I was doing it because, like, you guys are going to end up with split spines. You keep thinking you want to be involved in men's sports, your your backs will break. You don't realize the difference. You're, the people who scream out it's it's even, it's equal, just aren't paying attention to biology. And it, you just sometimes you have to be the guy. And the, and they always call me the ass. You're an asshole. Why in the world wouldn't you think a woman could play sports? Because I just know. I, I've seen Letterkenny when the coach breaks it down so beautifully and saying, "I've watched the Olympics. The reason they split." Men and women's track is because every single time, the faster time is the men's time. You'd never win a thing. Own 400 in races so right. far you would over the last five always, years. Always lose. They separated it for you. I'm thinking of you. You don't want to be shown to be the weaker one, so they don't put you in that position. People don't pay attention to the time. It's a good race. We watch it. You want to play sports with the guys? Go nuts. Let's get them out there. But you can't, and you know, we can't do any, you know, uh, rules that say you have to have two women on the team. You have to make the team. Open auditions. Go out there, try out, see if you can do it. I could be a kicker. All right. That first block kick where you've got a, you're in the way and your spine splits in half. There are no lawsuits. There is no one feeling bad. That's the, the, the next rule has to be we can't feel bad when you're inevitably wheeled off with. One thumb in the air, and then the foundation with your name on it comes out two years later for people with spinal cord injuries. That's what we're looking for. We got a Down syndrome president. The quarterback of the Buccaneers is a girl. I'm, the future is bright. I'm in. 100%. In fact, I want to be on there. I want a Downey for Prez within uh, next year. I don't want to wait till 2028. I want, I want one to run now. Well, we have Joan Baker, and we got it's equivalent, <laughs> right? It's fine. And Biden is the closest thing we've had yeah. to somebody who's mentally not. I don't believe. I mean, if anybody does, when Biden comes out, my new budget proposal, you didn't do that. There's no way you did that. Has eyes on trillion, gajillion, gajillion dollars. All right, put the child to sleep. Tell me who did the bill. You don't think he saw in the Oval Office what his Crayolas and just <laughs> wrote it out, or what? I did it, Jack. <laughs>
Yeah, put this together. Frame of 50 million, dillions, zillions. All right, Mr. President, we understand what you're saying. Yeah, I made this deal. It's my okay. Indian red crayon. Yeah. Look. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Indian red, like chicken nation. It's not chicken. Go to sleep, Joe. We'll take care of it while you sleep. I need my CPAP. All right, get your CPAP. I'm going to dream of budgets. Right, you do that. We'll take care of the real work. Nobody believes he's actually putting those papers together. Nobody believes he's ever read one of those stacks of papers that's a bill. Somebody else does it, tells him what he thinks, and then he goes out and he babbles it. Ain't no different. You get a downsy guy up there to go, they told me, and the only difference would be honesty, they told me not to tell you guys that they're the crooked bill. Oh, crap, he's <laughs> spilling the beans again. Damn it. Take the downsy down. And no one would assassinate him because that would just be a horrific visual. And no matter what terrorist or awful organization decided to drop the downs, they would never get support. He'd, he'd live forever. Downs politicians. It's the future. I'm for it. No limit terms. I'm no limit. I can't. No limit for me. The sky is the limit for me. Oh, he's got a dream. He's dreaming again. <laughs> I can do anything except tie your shoes. Well, in Velcro, it's okay. <laughs> the president's Velcro shoes. That's what, that was his biography. He wants a podium, a bounce house. Yeah. <laughs> and a pony. The first White House bounce house. This is all very hard. You're making my brains hurt. I'm going to the presidential bounce house. Yeah. And then you'd have to have a first lady and she's bouncy because that's always what happens. They're adorable when they're together. Drooling all over the... <laughs> I'm, I'm in. I saw that and my brain at first said, John, you don't like this at all. And then, my, and then another part of my brain said, but wait. What if this could be cool? I like it. Brian Mujica is a trailblazer. It's unfortunate it has to happen down there in South America or wherever the hell he is. Say Peru? I don't know. I thought it was Peru. I don't know where he is. It doesn't affect me at all. Where was he? Uh, Peru. Yeah. Yeah. So he's down there running Machu Picchu and... (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what he's got going on. There's no nobody's nobody's in charge of this planet anymore. It's a tough city to run. Yeah, I'm in charge of Machu Picchu. All right, good. The mayor. I just mows the grass every day. <laughs> I have to climb these stairs every single day. Yeah, it's good for your lungs. Geez, it's hard. Well, you're strong. You'll do it. How about we build an elevator or Wonkavator? God, your ideas are brilliant. You have so many good ideas, Brian. We'll have a flying machine or a carpet to fly me up to Marco Piku and I can mow the glass every day. Sure, sure. Let's do that. And then if you just if you ask him a question he doesn't like, he just starts crying, and then you're the jerk. The press would be nicer. It would be a nice reset for everybody to kind of go, yeah, the retarded president cries a lot. I like it. Joe's too busy trying to pretend he doesn't have anything. This guy's proud of it. That's it. If Joe came out and goes, well, I got dementia. You can't be, I don't know what I'm saying. We'd be like, well, I respect that. He's, he's aware of it. I'm having trouble thinking. Uh, thinking. What? Thinking. Exit. Stage left. Yeah, gotta, gotta, gotta go. I gotta go pee-pee. <laughs> like you'd respect that if Joe just flashed out what he really thinks. Laying on his back. Reaching into his pants and touching himself. Mr. President, you can't do that. I got dementia. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Anyway, Downsy President, 2024.
Just that debate last night made me realize, you know what? I'm in it. I'm, I'm all right with that. Doesn't seem so bad. How about those Shriners kids? Or if you vote for them, you get a, a, an adorable blanket. That's a good idea. That's Ben Roberson. That's good. <laughs> if you vote for me, I'll send you an adorable. I voted for Brian Down Syndrome President. It's adorable. That's what we need. We need that. It's a nice reset. No Democrat could yell about how stupid the president is if he had Down Syndrome. No Republican could scream Sitting about it. around the table like the one ideal table that, for the Shriners when they're coming yeah. up. You got an idea? Yeah, yeah. When Alec was uh, going through, he was the president of all the other Shriners kids. We need to have ideas. Anyone have one? There are no such thing as bad ones. The one kid comes up with one. No, we're not doing that. We're going to do this. You kept that in the commercial? The one kid's idea just gets blasted and then you go with something else? That's the commercial? I love those Shriner spots. I would vote for them as like a council of elders. Geniuses. They've been through a lot. I think it's a good idea. Anyway, Brian Mujica, look him up. He doesn't look too down either. He's got a goatee. That's pretty solid. He's keeping it together. He's got a mild case, but you can still see it. You know, it's that, ooh. If your mom had ridden in one less bumpy car ride while you were in the womb, you might have come out okay. But she hit a speed bump a little hard and scrambled something, and then it was almost there. It was, it was about to cross the finish line when mom, maybe even at the hospital, hit that speed bump, and one of the chromosomes went clink and Dropped him into category B. <laughs> uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? A good one to start off this beautiful Thursday. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all? To feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? There you go. It is uh, a thank you alliance, by the way. Another week and a day of alliance, and that's about it. I've got the world all fired up over this uh, mentally challenged president. So many emails of people excited about it. Uh, This says, uh, I did a Google search, John, of politicians with Down syndrome, and now there are multiple countries in Europe that have elected Down's people. There's a rapper called Laz D who's got that. Yeah, Down syndrome people have been doing stuff for a long time. So I think uh, it's time that we put him in an office and let him go. Corky for president, I say. I love it. 
And you know what will happen? I'll be all on the forefront of this. Yay! This is awesome. Corky for president. And then people will be like, he's making fun. The people that want you to say, you know, finally come around and be like, I think it's great. Let them do anything they want. Oh, my God. He's going to let them do whatever they want. And now the people that are always saying you should let them do whatever they want would start saying you can't let them do that. Same group. And now John's just being a dick. We know you're not serious. Oh, I'm dead serious. I think it would be great. I think it would be, like I say all the time, I'm here for the jokes. We were just talking about it off the air. When I was the only one in town, the only one, Brady, in the media saying, why are we putting dolphins in the middle of the desert? Why? This is a bad formula. And groups of people, because we have the, we're, it's for reasons, we're going to help the dolphins. I said, They're going to die in the desert. I guarantee it. And people stopped, like, there was a group of people who wouldn't advertise with us because I said that. They, the people wouldn't promote that dolphins in the desert store. That I went, and I'm like, fine, don't advertise. I had meetings with salespeople telling me, you can't say that kind of stuff about, I'm like, yes, I can. Because I don't want to be on Team Dead Dolphin when you guys are collecting money and this spins i was the bad guy what happened brady the dolphins died in the desert as predicted by only me did i get advertising money should we be celebrating somebody have said he was right never happened all those same people that yelled at me for doing it all those same people that were screaming and yelling he can't say that stuff he's ruining it the advertisers for this they won't come to us if you start saying that the Dolphins, we're stuffing in the center of a desert are going to die. We won't give them money. They should have given me money after. Here, you were right. We screwed up. We should have listened to you. The only true advertising that that place got was right here. All the other ones were, come see the dolphins in the desert. And it's a wonderful, like, 110 degrees, they have human skin. John Nostradamus Holmberg, look at this. I won't even say it was a special (laughs) gift, Brett. It's common sense. Dolphins don't live in the desert. It's like having a polar bear wandering around in Mesa. It's not going to do well. Anyway, dolphins in the desert. I should have gotten a tonic. I should have gotten. There should have been one of those moments where people are just, you know, when they run around and they're holding the guy above them. Yeah, and yeah. It's just like kind of bobbling on their hands as they hail the conquering hero. Same thing will happen with this uh, mentally challenged uh, political office thing. Some guy said, John, have Toledo go to the tapes. Ten years ago, you said, mark my words, we're less than a decade away from having a political office of being held by someone with Down syndrome. <laughs> what was the, How close was I on this one? And I was probably, when I said that, upset by it. Now, I've turned a corner. I'm all for it. I want the office of Downs. I want... A whole entire council of Down syndrome people running the city. And I want a, a kind of a shadow council, you know? Like we have the, the non-Downs one that's currently running. And then uh, unbeknownst to that council, we have a group of Down syndrome people given the exact same scenarios to see what they would do. Kind of a, I don't know, like a... a, a like Think a, tank? It, well, no, no one would know what's going on. It's a, it's a, a base group. And the real group. So it's kind of when they do uh, medical tests and they have that placebo group. Yeah. And they have the other one. They're going through the exact same thing, but one's being tested with one pill and one's being tested with the other. And nobody really knows. But you give the exact same problems to the Downs Council and you give the, the exact same thing to the, to the real city council. And then at the end, you compare how they handled it. 
like you know, the the, like model UN, and yeah. I, I can almost guarantee you're coming up with just as good ideas out of the Downs Council as you are out of the City Council. And you know what would also be faster, no, no long speeches, no like we're like going to do something about this. They would actually probably get things done. Downs Council in 2024. If you've got a Downs kid, run it. <laughs> run your Downs today. Right now. Now, the problem with Downs is I don't know that they go too long. Well, like you said, also, the the degree, too, of it. What do you mean? Some have it, – it's affected oh, by yeah. it more than others. Super Downs. Because like, the guy that's be in Peru graduated from college. Peruvian college. <laughs> that's like I mean, MCC. I'm in America. MCC <laughs> is like Harvard to Peruvian college. I don't know what Peruvian college is, but it's probably not good. Probably just stacking stones. I don't th- – <laughs> I don't think of yeah. I don't think of other countries at all very well. I'm, sure, he can cut cocaine like yeah, no right, right. Oh yeah, the Peruvian blow. I'm yeah. sure he had, they've got courses on how to manage your money through, through blow. Money management. Yeah. You're oh right. yeah, no international exchange. They're good at how all to that. move cash. Yeah, yeah. Keep things on the down low without you know tax shelters. I'm sure the Peruvian blow college that he graduated from was golden. In fact, I think probably half the reason he's got the downs is because his folks were so blasted out of their brains on the Peruvian cha-cha that they, uh, you know, they, they didn't make a full kid. That's sad. He's got a bachelor's degree in shaman. Yeah, look. He takes people up to Machu Picchu. Right. Yeah, well, he's feeds them the, uh, He's never, he's nonstop. He's all energy. What is the stuff you take to cleanse your body? Our buddy, uh, Jim Wilson. They oh. go on that journey they purge their body oh yeah you got to get the uh well you got to get rid of the uh all the stuff that's in there and that's the sodium nitrate or is that right the stuff that i drink when i want to lose a couple pounds it's kind of but it's more of a it's like a healthy ritual practice cocaine is what it's called (laughs) you take cocaine you get to machu picchu you look around and you go but yeah i mean look brady you'd never be impressed that you know you're hiring a ceo at boss sauce and I graduated from peruvian university like oh great do you speak english Clearly, to you. See? Yeah, I think everybody should be on board this. The Downs Council, it's the model UN. It's what they do in high school. They put high school kids in, give them the same things that these other politicians are dealing with, and see how the kids would handle it without any knowledge of how it's been handled. You know, you give them scenarios that are similar, and you see if it comes out the same. Downs Council, I bet you, would be just as good. But they don't live long. As far as I know, I'm not a doctor, but I've never seen like a 70-year-old Downs. So I don't think you could have, like, they, I don't know that they'll ever really get to That's good 35 because, you to know, be president. You think about people in the White House and the Senate floor, they're 90-plus years old, just like Biden, yeah. president. They're you don't later, have to worry yeah. about term limits on some of right. this well, stuff. So what you're saying is the Downs, if it's they ever point. make it to presidential minimums, are in their latter years. So it's just like Biden and Trump. It's an excellent point. I don't know. If there's a Downsy out there that's like, like Corky's got to be close to 50 plus, right? I'm going to look it up. I'm just looking up the oldest Downs. Because Corky and I are about the same age, if I'm not mistaken. This guy made it to 87. Or this this chick made it to 87 with Downs. Well, there you go. We don't have to worry about that. Run your Downs today. 79. That's it. Adam K says, I've already got a campaign slogan for a Downs. Getting Downs to business. That's exactly right. Uh, that's it. Says John, I can see it now. First president with Downs elected. Effective immediately. Jelly beans as America's new currency. Brady, of course, would be thrilled because someone with Downs, just like him, is in charge of the free world. 
Chris Burke, 58. Yeah. The next step, Brady gets to meet the president with Downs and convince him that boss sauce is also currency. <laughs> I'm excited thinking about these meetings. Signed, Christian. Yeah. It changes everything to be a happier place. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> White House Down, starring Shane Gillis. <laughs> it's great. It's really good. Yeah, no one Happier ever says. times. This is a good point. The lady says, apologies for dolphins. She goes, you know, John, no one ever says when they're wrong. And you were right. My friends called me the worst names for not getting the COVID vaccine. Said I was a murderer. Couldn't go to their houses. Two years later, they've had COVID so many times uh, with all the vaccines, and I've never even had it. Never got sick. And no one ever says, I'm sorry for treating you poorly. They knew I was right. Corky for president. Yeah, Julie, I'm with you. Well, let's not bring the vaccine into this. That's no fun. There we go. Yeah, here we go. That's, that's another tunnel. Yeah, that's a, that's a different animal. <laughs> Brady would be this guy's... Uh, he says you could get Brady to do that job where you go and talk to the press. The press secretary. The press secretary? Yeah, the Downs guy has you as the spokesperson. It's perfect. Oh. The guy can barely string a sentence together. Light it up. All right, Sodium, who's got a question? Sodium citrate. I'm sorry. I'm right. Sodium nitrate. Get colon blow fluid right. You're right. It's sodium citrate. Yeah, I got frustrated by that. So don't jug that other one he was talking about. I wish I wish that would happen in life, and I'm guilty of it. I'm sure in several different ways. Is when uh, you do something and you seem to be the only, you seem to be the Don Quixote of something. And I feel like I was the Don Quixote for those dolphins. I know there were other people, but I, I kind of had a platform at the time when they stuffed those dolphins in the earth over there on the Indian Reservation. <laughs> and I was like, this can't be good. And I felt like I was charging into these windmills. I sat in meetings, and not even in our building. I sat in meetings listening to people tell me how good it's going to be. And I'm like, I'm just against it. I just don't think dolphins belong in the desert. Oh, we have them at SeaWorld in Ohio. I'm like, this isn't SeaWorld. And I still don't think SeaWorld, SeaWorld caved finally. Steve-O was the one who finally he climbed in up Aurora, on the Aurora, Ohio. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you, you, you shouldn't be doing that either. I, I don't like that either. And then they said the thing, uh, they yelled at me and said, well, that's fine. And we'll never, ever, and they tried to buy me. You'll never, ever get advertising dollars from us. I'm like, I'm sorry that you feel that way, but you have a right to that opinion too. Cut, fast forward three years later, you got dolphins belly up in that soup over there that they were making. And never once did they say, hey, we need to have a meeting and tell that guy we're, we're sorry. They really tried to make me feel horrible for it. No way. I want to talk to those dolphin people. Are they even employed anymore? I wonder if the dolphin, the dolphin, the people who what brought dolphins the, the to the desert are still jobbed. The only thing, I mean, one of the things I wasn't a big fan of is it was more about, you know, coming out and swimming with the dolphins. That I don't, you know. I don't care about any of that. It should have I never do. been in Arizona. Well, outside. They were allowed in the pool outside. And they started turning colors, and they said, well, they're depressed. Depressed? They're burning up in that soup, that desert water. They're depressed. And the Diamondbacks play in a covered field. Exactly. I mean, then they should be in a covered, you Why, know, Why, Brett? Aquarium. Because people yeah. shouldn't stand out right. in that and exert themselves. It's dangerous. And we're surface dwellers. <laughs> Dolphins aren't. Uh, I'm still mad about the dolphin thing. And the only <laughs> thing I'm mad about is that somebody needs to come to me and say, hey, I was one of the guys that was... Coming down on you pretty hard, threatening to pull money out of the station because you said that thing about the dolphins. And I was wrong. So here's money. That's all I want. A guy to just hand me a check saying I was wrong. 
And that'd be better. And I'm sure I'm guilty of that, telling people, like, that's ah, not going to work, and crapping on them and not getting behind it and watch that thing skyrocket. But I would be the first to say I was, I was not behind this. And look at it. So tip of the cap, they, they pulled it off. If the dolphin adventure was still going on and they were thriving and we found out that dolphins do great in the desert, I would be the first one to say that's But You know what I was wrong about? Uh, the trains. Uh, I really was against the way that they uh, – the, the transit downtown, the, the light rail. Yeah. Because I thought, okay, we need this light rail thing. I think it's a good idea. But what the big sell was, if you remember, was that they were silent – they don't make noise. And I'm like, we need those things clinging and clanging and screaming the whole time. Silent death. <laughs> Silent death, I called the trains. We're, and I said, I said it. Mark my words. The people from all over this country move to Phoenix with their driving skills. Nobody's going to do well with trains that just show up quietly all over our roads. I thought for sure we'd have 100,000 dead in the first five years. We adapted to that beautifully. I was way off. I mean, electric cars. I mean, when they're backing up, that's yeah. when the noise happens. But they're, I, I still think sometimes that, they're pretty scary. That, like, well, oh I've, had them, I've had them sneak by me before on my bike. And I'm like, oh, my, I would have moved right in front of that. I, yeah. I've been on right by Aunt Chilada's on Dreamy Draw, heading towards the mountain, enjoying my day. Got a little royal blood going on the phone, sitting on the handlebars, you know, losing my mind singing and just blaze. And my stomach drops. I'm like, I'm going to get killed by that. I thought for sure the silent death. Ter- so I should go down and tell people, hey, Me- Valley Metro, and all- you did a good job with silent death. I thought for sure you'd be running folks over like crazy. So far, so good. It, there's a, there's a the growth. We here. didn't have it like I thought. I honestly thought they'd have to shut the program down for a little bit too, and put bells on it. Like They put bells on cows because <laughs> we'll get run over by cows if they don't. We have to have bells on them. No, we didn't. And I got to hand it to whoever the guy is in the front driving a train. Now, there's another thing. I'm not sure that guy does a lot. You know, Waymo's drive without people. These trains would be just fine without a dude in the front just going, because I think that's all he does. I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe it's like Waymo. They, they only need him for so long, then the train can be solo because they've does gotten rid steer? of the people in the does Waymo. It, it's on, like, it's tied to cables. It's on the ground. It only has one place to go. Is it we because it's driver? created jobs? He's watching Jerkmate up there. In the front <laughs> in the I don't know about that. Eight seconds, you know, between stops. Uh, you know, that's watching. if you and I were doing it, Brett. If we had downtime drive, like, well, if yeah. I had a Tesla, I'd be Jerkmate a lot. <laughs> and in fact, I think that's why most guys buy a Tesla. Beat off on their way to work a couple of times. Brett, you and I would, if Brady was an engineer and you and I were engineers, we'd come in all, you know, we'd look coated. Oh, yeah. And he'd be crystal clean in his little engineer suit and the hat with the hat, yeah. no speck of dirt at all. Overalls on. And- whoop, whoop. <laughs> Another successful day on the rails, boys. Why are you guys all covered in Krispy Kreme? <laughs> <laughs> the train does all the work. You'd be an idiot to steer it. It does? What? <laughs> hoot, hoot. Everyone out of Brady's way. Here comes the train. Yeah, Brady would be a diligent engineer just thinking that he's getting that thing free. I think the train Keeping people safe. Pretty sure the trains do it themselves. Now, I don't know, though, for sure. So a train engineer, you could email me and go, I do quite a bit up there. Like, go and stop. I'm like, that's pretty much your job. Like, just stop. Keep the cars clean after the people uh, get off. I, I, wonder I, I haven't been on for that. It's actually, I got to hand it to that, too. The light rail is a pretty solid... I've ridden it a few times, and some people are... I think people want it to be like the New York subway... And it's not. 
Yeah. It's it's pretty nice. It, you get on there and it's like, this is pretty good. You'll occasionally have some loopy some lunatic will jump on. Dude with a sword that gets up. But he, that could happen anywhere. And you have to realize it takes some, you know, there's time involved because there's multiple stops. People think it's just a direct shot down there. You know, like if you're going to the uh, a Diamondbacks game. The yeah, downtown oh. one, there's like 10 stops before you get... Before I had uh, the H&H Ranch apartment, I used to go to Suns games, and I would park on Central at a restaurant I liked. I'm not going to give up the game because it was a great little spot right by it. And I'd pop over to the light rail and scooch in from Central on... Uh, it was great. Yeah. I loved riding that thing. And it got you back to that. It's lickety-split. Like you don't even have that many stops. I think it's... But I thought for sure it would kill everyone. It, they said, and it's also deadly silent. And I'm like, that's going to kill... All of us. If we can't hear it, bells, whistles, so- like Rick Astley just playing nonstop. On the-, the train needed to announce itself. They didn't. They went with the silent one. And I got to say, so far, so good. I mean, we've- we're going to trains are going to hit anybody no matter what. Somebody, even with the bells and the whistles and the Rick Astley, somebody's going to get hit by a train. That's just going to happen. But the drivers of them, they do stop real good. But I think that's all they do. I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't go on a ride along with the train engineer. Oh, boring. <laughs> Thank you. See, yeah. that's why. Because it's like, what do you do? I hit this button here for go. And then uh, that little line either is uh, straight up and down or it's uh, it, there's I call it stoppy-goey. One is horizontal. One is vertical. And if it's vertical, I get to scooch through. And if it's not, I have to hit this button here, which says stop. Huh? And then check in with Lou at the end of the train, the caboose. Yeah. See how things are going back there. <laughs> dude's there in the back. <laughs> they still have, a lot of times they'll have a back engine. Well, I think too. that's for when it goes the other way. Oh, it goes, it's a the, push me pull. Yeah, he's got to jump off and switch gets out and goes to the front because it's got to go. There's only one track. I don't think they they don't now ever. I've noticed they don't even have the they they rarely have the caboose anymore. No, it's like not. Well, those aren't engine. caboose trains. No, but, yeah, but they'd but always the have ones? back engines and yeah. This thing is front front thing, and then the guy gets out when he gets to the end of the line, and then gets to the other side and drives it back. It's a push me pull me. <laughs> it's the truth. And then the guy was like, this one's for stoppies and this one's for goies. I'm like, well, what do you do in your downtime? Well, jerk mate. That's <laughs> right. I go to this thing called letsdoit.com. And uh, the girls are classier. Not a lot of fake cans. I'm not into that. I like an all natural. Uh, so I watch that between like, uh, well, the longest stop is between Lexington, uh, kind of over there by the uh, the Indian Museum, all the way up to Camelback. I can get a good tug in on that one. Oh, all right. <laughs> then sometimes I have to hit the stoppy button. All right, we're going. We're on Camelback. You guys, uh, you have 30 seconds. You're going to if you play this game right now on Chatterbait. <laughs> Even the dudes running the Polar Express and Flagstaff have some downtime. I can't imagine that train engineering's that tough. Just straight. I'd really go to school for it and stuff. But then you see the people who do it, and it's like, Argh. Like, you know, in movies, I guess that's the only time I've ever seen real train engineers. They're always just like kind of the... Just the hillbillies yeah, up there. they kind of just look like guys that you wouldn't trust to drive with yeah. a steering wheel. It's like, put, keep it on its track. Your one job is not fall off of this. And hit something that, that you know, maybe it detects, but you got, I got a half mile to break. That car's not making it. <laughs> right. Ooh, yeah. Just oh, those for, big boy trains. Yeah. I, that's, there's some work there, but. Hey, got to hand it to him. I thought silent death was. So I'll, I'll do my part there and admit that I was wrong about silent death, killing hundreds of thousands of Phoenicians and visitors every single year. Wrong. So, there. Now, dolphin people, show up with your check and tell me I was right because that's something that you never have done. <laughs> this guy says, listen to you, John. They tried to buy you and you stuck to your conviction. A big deal today. 
I worry about when you retire and the last few voices of reason is gone. That scares me, too. That's almost worse than having a Downs uh, politician is that I'm a voice of reason because I'm an idiot. Modern day is so weird. You got South Park, Joe Rogan, and you. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't, who would have guessed that 20 years ago that the people making more sense than anything are Joe Rogan and South Park. They really kind of encapsulate how we're all feeling. Anyway, no dolphins in the desert. And what did they put there? Like a little lunch place. It's nice. The butterflies are well, still The butterfly strong. exhibit was its yep. own thing. And what did they do with the butterflies? They kept them inside. They were bright enough to say they should okay. stay inside. This guy said, uh, is this the train driver? The cabbie from <laughs> <Yeah>. Total Recall? <laughs> that's the cabbie from Total Recall. <laughs> right. And that's what I kind of think you could do. I don't know, though. I'm speaking out of school. I would like to be educated on it. A train conductor for the light rail? I don't know that you do a lot. Key says, uh, I happen to know from fact that they hire all Down Syndrome people to run the trains, and that's why they're so efficient. (laughs) It's a wild responsibility. They feel like they've got to really dig in on. That's a fact. Yeah, I don't, uh, it's a weird time. It's a weird space to be in, but I am here for the laughs, and that's really all I care about. And we need them more than ever. And And the first story I see today is that Phoenix is talking about bringing Amtrak back to town. From Tucson, so they're going to drag the train from Tucson. Because there used to be that. Oh, yeah. Is there still the stop um, in downtown? I don't know if the the building's even there. I think it just morphed into something else. I used to have to pick my grandparents up uh, every January. They'd come visit us from Chicago. If they didn't drive their, my grandpa's Ford F-250 with two cots and a cap in the back through winter. My grandpa was an airline mechanic in World War II. He worked in a steel mill, but he, he, he worked on airplanes in World War II. And from that day forward, he never flew again. And that's what you always say. Like, <laughs> I never get. He never. I never, never get on one of those. I'm like, why? And he goes, the way we used to fix them. And I'm like, really? Now again, this is 1943, and he's trying to, you know, patch together a plane to get it back up in the air to kill Nazis. That was he's, his job. And their mechanics are putting planes together back then that we've lost fifteen thousand right. people training. They were falling out of the sky like nobody's business, and he's like, and it scared him. It, it sparked the fear of flying, and I mean, he never did it. So, so safer to him was to hop into a two wheel drive Ford pickup with a cap on the back and traverse from Chicago to Arizona in January, which a lot of the times they did like just spin outs and like slept on the sides of roads and snowbanks and. But sometimes they'd take the train, and I would have to go pick them up at the train station. And that was no place for a child. That Like, I was 20 years old or 21 picking up grandparents. That train station was – that had some people at it. So we'd have to gussy Does up the train Does it make sense? Station. Does it help Amtrak at all? Because I've always heard Amtrak has never – it's always been a money yeah. loser. We took Amtrak to uh, – from uh, Albuquerque to Chicago once because everybody said it would be beautiful, and we're supposed to get our own car and didn't. And my sister got encephalitis. Which is a like brain disorder. I think she still has it, <laughs> and uh, she had like a fever of 103 degrees. Yes, and uh, fell down on the train, walking back to our seats behind the back row of seats. She fell You're down. Like, Christmas is going to be good this oh, year. Oh yeah, I thought I was. Yeah, I'm going to get all the presents. She's gone. <laughs> and then my mom. I remember I didn't feel well, so I started to come down with the flu, and it wasn't because of the train. We were just sick. Kids get sick, and then. Uh, my mom's like, your sister's not back yet. I'm worried. And she got up, and in the behind the train thing, laying behind the seats was my sister, and there was a guy laying on her. I'm and sorry he, about yeah, your sister. Yeah, he claimed to have fallen down, too. 
Yeah. It's hilarious, Brady. They all were closed. Any up. other questions after that? Oh, no, oh I, can I help I you? I think up, my mom sir? did the 80s. Get the f- off of her. Like, I fell down. Like, oh my God. And my sister's like, what? She's seeing spots and unicorns and stuff because her temperature's so high and we're on a train. What's wrong, lady? She's in first class now. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so then we got her back to the seat and nobody said a word. Dude fell down on her. He wasn't like humping or anything. He yeah. was just laying on top of my sister. <laughs> It's <laughs> still funny. It was 35 years ago. Hilarious. <laughs> yep, she just tumbled. And again, I remind you, my sister's nickname in fourth grade was Mother Jugs. So she was probably, uh, this one, she probably was like a uh, 13. So one of the Chris Valenzuelas were uh, traveling I, I with know, you guys I, or what? I don't know the origin of the man. <laughs> I actually think it was just Was some, he a gardener? <laughs> he could have been your your uncle's. He was just laying with her. I don't think anything happened. Maybe. That's what my dad said. Yeah, but this one was different because at least it's hetero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that. Yours is so gay. <laughs> when your uncle laid with that guy. You guys had double secrets on that one. But Same age, too. Just I about. mean, maybe the guy did some handling, but I don't think he was on her long enough to be a problem. I think he actually may have fallen down and then gone, oh, <laughs> Nice Ooh, little, nice little landing These oh giant kids. All right, I'll go. You know, I don't want to say to you like you live in Pollyanna's world. I'm pretty sure, dude grabbed her <laughs> a few times. There's no question that he was squeezing those. She was out. She was out. And you know what else? Now, now that I'm thinking back on it, not a soul on Amtrak at the time was like, we need to pull over and help her out. No, no doctor. Nobody ever made. Is there a doctor on the train? Because we knew doctors would be in planes. Here's a Sprite and some aspirin. Yeah, they basically get at the bar. And you didn't, nobody came by to help. And she was just laying back there for a minute or two. And then we went back and a dude was on her. Not, yeah, it was weird. And there's more space behind the train seats. Like there was room for him to lay down next to her and stuff. Oh man, people falling like crazy. Train wasn't moving enough to have people falling down. But she fell down because she passed out, like from her brain disease. And and we didn't know she had, yeah, we didn't know she had encephalitis until we got back home. But it was bad. It was like a mosquito bite. It's a horse equine encephalitis. It sucked some disease out of a horse and stuffed it in my sister. And she got some she disease. she bit by a fly or a uh, mosquito? Maybe a mosquito. Don't yeah. know. But she had brain encephalitis and uh, knocked out on a, on a train. So when I see that Amtrak's coming to Tucson, I'm like, we should probably do a little family trip again, see if we can recreate that moment. <laughs> Pull water on her brain, push her down. <laughs> Haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> I bought you a train ticket. I bet you you're triggered by that. You might have repressed this memory, but someday it'll come back. You're going to think of that dude laying on top of you on the Amtrak somewhere around Kansas City. <laughs> Just flying, too. When that thing got going, it got scary. You don't feel real... Did you like it? No. Not at all. It took forever. And as a kid... Take because it, there were oh, so many stops? You stop or, constantly, yeah. and then traffic... And you get into cities and you're going like one mile an hour. You're like, this is brutal. And they're sleeping. We were supposed to have sleeper cars. We didn't get them. We were just sitting in like coach, basically. That must have made it worse. It was brutal. And so, yeah. But as a kid, I was like enjoying it. But all I remember was it just felt like every once in a while they'd just gas it to see what this baby could do. (laughs) And you'd hit some clearances and you're like, we're flying. And not, you know, train flying's like 50 miles yeah. an hour. You feel like you're going 1,000 because it's just rocking and, like, jumping around. And you're like, this doesn't feel smooth or safe in any way at all. And then when they'd slow down to a reasonable pace, you'd be like, this is nice. 
Like, it's kind of neat. You see, you know, the train tracks are never in places like you drive. They're by roads, but it's, it's, oops, it's pretty much the same as like yeah, a cross those, country. Those, trip. Uh, it was like rough. Euro trains are those things motor. Smooth. Yeah. This was not, this was, again, it was the 80s. So it was like still on the old timey train tracks. I bet they probably are they better. still, um, well, one guy was really talking about putting that bullet train in too. Yeah. They keep talking about that too. It's, it's, uh, I'd, I'd ride that. But, yeah, the Amtrak thing coming back and forth. I mean, right now they just want to do it to Tucson. But if you gave me a a, a, a zippy train line up to Vegas, I think that would be a fun trip. We need to drink the entire time. Somebody else is driving. You don't have to worry about renting a car when you get there. You just Two hours probably. Uh, on Maybe a, less than that. On a, yeah. Like if it was a depends on how they, train. Depends on the angle. Because the problem with a train is they have to find all the cities in between to make it worth their time. You know, because yeah. uh, are there enough a, yeah. people coming out? There's a definite chunk coming out of Phoenix. Right. It couldn't be a super long every week people train to Vegas all the time and just one stop back and forth. They'd have to go to like Baghdad and Flagstaff and then move over to Williams and King. Like you'd probably stop like eight or nine times. It would probably take just as long to drive. But that, when Barack said he wanted to do it, he wanted to do that super highway in a yeah. train. I'm like, I went on that. Just a quick. They were going to call it Highway 11 and just shoot it right up to Vegas. Just a straight shot. And we already kind of have that. It's just a cruddy road. But, yeah, if we bring trains back. But I think I could be an engineer. I'm, I'm for that. So long as it's not dolphin trains in the desert. But again, I want my money for that. I want money from the dolphin people. And all the times that people are right, right and the people who yelled at them are wrong, they need to. That's a, that's, that would fix almost everything. Uh, was that Randall Bird or Nathan Sutherland on your train <laughs> land on top of your sister? <laughs> yeah, they were quick back then. They, she couldn't have been down for more than a minute or so. And dude, uh, we don't know where he came from. Because when my mom said, get up, get off of her. Uh, oh, I fell down. And then he gets up and then into that door between the cars and then into another car. And I don't know that my that mom. would have been scary if Dan was the one that rolled up on it. Dan wasn't on the train. Yeah, that guy would have been. Oh, he'd have been dead. He'd have been dead. Dan let you guys go on a train by yourselves? Yeah, Dan stuck Marcy and the kids on a train because, uh, if I remember right, someone in his family uh, was about to die. So we were leaving, and he flew from, I think he flew from Indianapolis to Pennsylvania, and we went from uh, from Joliet, Illinois, all the way to Phoenix on the train because we had return tickets. My dad had to, he didn't take the train. Genius. (laughs) It was brutal. That train ride was rough. Got rid of them for a couple days. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. If my dad was on that train and found some dudes laying on top of his daughter, I was training for the future. That's all that guy ever found with her. Another guy on her. (laughs) Every time he'd go in the room, there was a dude. Who are you? My name's Kent. Get off of her. God damn it. I wasn't laying on top of her. I think she's sick, sir. I was keeping her warm. I've heard that song and danced 20 times this month. It happens, but what are you going to do? Anyway, just letting you know, if you're thinking about bringing dolphins in or the train, I'll I'll be the first to comment on it. But Down Syndrome presidents, and it's we need to go down this road. This guy said, I took Amtrak from Flagstaff to San Diego once, and it took 18 hours. <laughs> they oh, said <laughs> what? The cell is the... Because so many stops? Well, yeah. It's got to be. And sometimes it, the train just stops working. But, but that was the olden times. But, yeah, that was the times back, like, when they'd sell you on the trip being scenic. 
And there is a lot of that. Like, there's a lot of stuff. You're like, this is beautiful. We went to Colorado. It was gorgeous. Like, you climb mountains for no reason. It seems like it could have gone around them. But we went through these passes. It was beautiful. But it took forever. That train hated climbing mountains. Like, the worst thing it could do is go on an angle up. Wasn't fat. We were five miles an hour through the Rockies. And it's like, couldn't they have built this around them? But the draw was, you're going to see stuff you can't see otherwise. It was beautiful. And if I remember it, we had to get off after that ride and get on another train that didn't do that anymore. That just went straight down the highway. Yeah, we took a couple of scenic ones. And that's supposedly that sunset one up to, is it uh, up along the coast? That's supposed to be really pretty, too. But I don't know. Need your own car, though. That, that yeah. coach oh, yeah. stuff. No, you can't, you can't sit coach in a train. Yeah, it's scary. Anyway. I hope you all eventually get to ride on a train and no one ever lays on top of you. If you ever meet my sister, ask her, say, hey, that guy ever, uh, that guy laying on you on the train, and then watch your eyes start to spin. I guess you're going to bring up a repressed memory. What was he, 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 thinking back on that, that dude, and how quick was he? Did he have a red or blue aura? Almost a tip of the cap that he saw my sister walk by once and thought, man, if she goes down, I'm getting on her. Like he had to know because she he was so fast to get down into that spot. Oh, one down. Or he legitimately <laughs> knocked her down or uh, he fell. I can't imagine. But he had eyes on her, but he had to see her. Had some cocktails, maybe. It was Could be. Nappy and one stumble and he's down. Or maybe on her way down, my sister like uh, hallucinated and looked at him and went, I want you so bad. And then just hit the ground. <laughs> and he's like, where does it to go? Well, yeah, I was laying on top of her. Supposedly, I've always told the story in the past that he fell down because that's what I was told. But the more I think about it, that didn't happen. That dude was groping hard. And if I still chatted with my sister, I'd ask her, I'm like, hey, that dude in the train was on top of you when you were sick. Where were his hands? Huh? You need to see a therapist. And, and clearly, she needs to give you those little vibrating handles and bring back some memories. Now, I, yeah, I got some questions. And then my mom. I, that, now I got questions for my mom. Why didn't you do anything about that? It was just a minute. It wasn't that long. Because we heard, the, we heard the, the tumbling. And then we realized that, like, less than a minute later, that might be her. And that dude was that quick? Yes. Whoa. I mean, he was... I didn't see... I saw feet. Because my mom got up, so I did the kid hanging his head over the edge, look down the aisle thing. And I just saw a lot of feet. Like two of my sister's feet and then two strange feet <laughs> behind. I want to, God, now that time machine comes into play again. I need to go back to that moment and find out what really happened. Maybe my sister was slutting around on the train. And she tried to get that guy to give her the goods right there. I don't know if she was not feeling well. You don't know that. <clears throat> Nothing stopped her. She's like a little train. Me. <laughs> yeah, now, I, now I want to go back in time and remember that clearly. <laughs> Nothing stopped. I hate that. Yeah, she was a moving train. I hate the, uh, I hate the lies that my family told me that I've carried through life and now don't make sense anymore. That's one of them. He just fell down on top of your sister. Yeah. They were playing leapfrog and he couldn't make it over. Like, well, I see what was going on. <laughs> He tried like 35 times, right? Why is she soaking wet? Oh, it's just he was sweating. Because you would, because you feel that you're being lied to? You are being is lied right? to. Yeah. Okay, so you wouldn't do that. 
What do you mean? I'm saying if that that situation downplay it a little bit for your get like if you were the parent now, fast forward, and it's your kid seeing what you saw, and somebody laid down on top of my sister yeah. or my daughter. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I'd lie about that. I think it'd be like, let's kill that. Uh, guy. She's well, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Dan would react differently, right? So I think I'd react that way. I don't think I'd be like, get off of her, and then just get everybody back to their seats. Nothing happened here, and then tell the kid. I think he just fell down. She was just avoiding a conflict. Oh, I would definitely lie to save my own bacon, but... Well, it's kind of protecting your kids in a way. I'm saying, you know, if it was a traumatic experience, we want you to be right. able to get over it. But that's the point of a traumatic yeah. but experience. But if, if they kept asking questions about it, that's one thing. But we've learned, Brady, taking it down the road. over the years, that smashing traumatic experiences into boxes and not telling the truth about them rears its ugly head later in life. It can. It yep. almost always does. So you have to be very careful with like, oh, slight rape on a train? Let's just act like that didn't happen and tell everybody this. Because then later, it's, your brain's going to start making sense of it if you're a thinking man. Like, wait a second. I was sold a bill of goods here. Shouldn't we be fixing that so it doesn't yeah. come out in some sort of a Walmart rage? Yeah. Yeah, that's the old way of doing things. It's like, it oh, traumatic they, experience? They... Ignore it. Make something up. That's the old Or way the guy it. leaves town. Who's that? Or oh, yeah, saying like teachers back out, in right. the day. Yeah. Well, what the Catholic Church was great at. We'll relocate like, him. Oh, you found it? All right, we'll just move him. Yep. If he's out of sight, he's out of mind. Sorry you raped all your family and stuff, but you tell them that uh, it's okay. And then look what happens. You had a bunch of people who can't cope with anything in life later. And that kind of is probably why my sister lives in an outer realm of fantasy. That's very possible. It could have it could have been stemmed from that Amtrak tumble. She's a healer, <laughs> right? Because I mean, that's what she wants to do. I don't know what she wants to do. Yeah. I don't know if she's healing anything or feels she heals. Uh, whatever. Nobody's a healer. Yeah. It's, it's not thirteen ten. Nobody heals with their hands. Doctors, medicine that heals. Somebody that touches you doesn't heal you. <laughs> You're already healing. They just rub stuff. Oh, that feels nice. Thank you. I've healed you. If that were true, just lay hands on me, Jesus. Yeah, thanks, Benny Hinn. <laughs> right. Yeah, Benny Hinn's a heel. He's been quiet. He's dead. Well, that makes he sense did? then. <laughs> <laughs> that shut him up. <laughs> Where's the slaying of the spirit now? Yeah, he should be yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, why can't he just bonk himself on the head on his deathbed and get better? Ah, oh, yeah, because he's nothing. Uh, anyway, it's 717. What do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? <laughs> Don't fall down on a train is the message. Today. All right, Wake Up Song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. Time to get the, uh, it's time to head up north and uh, get those snowboards and skis ready to go. And the place to do that is Action Ride Shop to get you a full tune-up or if you need any of the gear accessories. Or if you've never done it before, like me, I've never snowboarded. I want to do that. But I don't want to make the big investment. You can go in there and rent all the gear you need do to it. get on up there. So I wish I'd have done that because I bought a snowboard. Uh, and all the gear, and the very first time yeah. I snowboarded, I dug the front end of the board into the ground and spun my ankles off. Yeah, and I'm done. And now I had this expensive <laughs> snowboard. I went yeah. one more time, and that was when I got pulled over and a cop pulled a gun on me because he thought I was going to shoot him. <laughs> yeah, it's a long story. <laughs> my snowboarding adventures are not good ones. But, it, that, but that's, the best, that's the best place to go, though. An action yeah. ride shop. They're going to take care of you and get you on the right direction. But uh, there we go. I would like you that. To... I, you know what? Now that we are buddies with Josh and the guys yeah. up there, I think it would be fun for – I would ruin his day, though. To go up and help me learn how to do it again. Nah, he's good that way. Because I've done it. A, I've done it a couple times since. Didn't like it, and then my snowboard got stolen. 
I, I told him the same thing. He goes, no, we'll go up, and then, you know, after a while, I'll go take the hard runs, yeah. and you, you can, you well, know. Well, that's how I, my friend Joe took, you can't learn on a bunny hill. And he took me to the hardest one. I don't think you can Just fall down either. the hole. Yeah, you can. You learn real hard not to fall. <laughs> like how to fall. <laughs> you, you learn immediately not to dig the front of the board in because it'll crack your ankles off. Maybe we should do that this I did it. Yeah. Let's get Josh to take us up there. Benny Hinn's 71 still alive. Is he still alive? Kicking. I thought he was dead. He says only 71 million. Wow. Benny Hill's only se- Benny, Benny Hinn. Benny Hinn is only Benny 71. <laughs> Benny Hill is older than that. He's dead. I thought he died. He and his giant hairdo. Huh. Well, then I wonder why he is quiet. I wish he was gone. Uh, nice. On the list, uh, Disturbed, Slipknot, Stained, Deftones, Sepultura, Rammstein, Volbeat, Slipknot, Papa Roach, Metallica. They've been requesting that Ramstein pretty consistently. Yeah, this guy's been hitting this song up for. I don't know that one, but Firefly. Great, yeah, I don't remember great. it. Bang, bang. I remember it. We'll play it. it. That's right, a let's great do that one. Then. That's okay. a great song. Another guy emails and said, "John, I went to Dobson High School three years after you. You were the only one talking about Father Dale back then." That's right. I should get some money for that too. Everybody called me crazy. Boy, quiet, crying wolf. I sat with the vice principal. I think it was the vice principal. It was Jake Rowland. He had gigantic jowls. I don't know why you got a mouth off about that man. He's a good man. I'm like, why is there a priest on a public school campus? What do you care? Why is he here? What do you care? And there was this big argument. I'm like, why is he here? He has no business on this campus. Talking to the kids about where they need to go, especially people like me. He's a good man. I don't care. Why is he here? Then more people would come in. Because Father Dale was wielding influence over who made the baseball team. He got away with everything. Oh, my God. The guy got away with everything. And then he said that thing to my my friend Andy, asking him if he lets his girlfriend Tanya tug on his wang. And I said, he shouldn't be talking about that. Why do you care? I said that. I said, why why in the world did you let him tell? Oh, he's the priest. It's okay. I'm supposed to tell him everything. I'm like, you are? He seemed like kind of pervertedly curious about that. And in a parking lot, I understand in a confession booth, but in a parking lot? Why is he asking in front of somebody who just met me? When you told me that. Yeah, you told I'm me, like, oh, you're oh. lying. You're lying. No, I'm I didn't like, say yeah, you did. you that. Told me. He like, didn't say that. You misunderstood. I, he said it just like that? Because I was used to it. Everybody going, that didn't happen. I'm like, okay, you'll see. And sure enough, a couple years later, everybody started to come forward. <laughs> and I still wonder why, after meeting me, he never asked me if I masturbated. He never cared about me. He just wanted to know if the very attractive Andy and his very attractive girlfriend, Tanya, tugged on each other. And he did it in a weird way, in a dress. Again, I don't understand the Catholic religion. They're the first ones to start talking about how much they hate transvestites. And they're wearing dresses while they scream about it. Doesn't make any sense. The dude they idolize more than anybody, that pope, it's about as tranny as it gets. Big hat. Got a nice wardrobe. Got a nice ride. Tons of nice yeah, car. Great looking ride. Loads of uh, jewels you got to smooch. He's actually kind of a pimp. That nice ride. He's got all those rings on and everything. If it was jewelry. a if it was a, a robe, with him. If yeah. that was a robe, I'd give it to you. He doesn't even go to like Hillary Clinton's pantsuits. That dude's in a dress. <laughs> Catholics don't like hearing that. He's in a dress, and then you guys are like, "These hey, transvestites and drag story hours." Got my like, drag story hours every Sunday by the church. If you ask me, I watch those guys come out. One's in red, one's in white, and one's in black. Well, they have they they do have pants and a shirt on. They put those. You don't know that. Over. You don't know that. Uh, <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah. The one that lifted it up and said, "Today I'm wearing pants." <laughs> that doesn't seem weird to you. <laughs> oh, you had pants yeah. on. Oh, you're wearing pants this time. They're not always in pants. We'd help. Uh, I had to help Father Barrett. 
Dress. Put his clothes on? Yeah, oh, the, uh, my God. We're talking but repressed the, memories now. He's in his uh, shirt and pants. <laughs> right, because he just put them on. And you're dizzy. And I don't know where they got those seminary black shoes. They all had the same shoes. Grady, you should stop talking to me and immediately go to a psychiatrist on why you were dressing the priest. But then I'd always get a Snickers and a Coke if I did this. <laughs> now that my pants are back on, will you help me put my dress on, little boy? I'm dizzy. That's because you swallowed so much. <laughs> anyway, here's my dress. He's wearing pants today. He fell down and Bunny caught the priest <laughs> on top of him. <laughs> I fell over on your little boy. It hurt, but I, the, the power of the Lord protected me from falling any further. And then he pushed me across the floor. He's wearing pants. I saw under his dress. None of that's weird. Think about choirs then, too. Man. We're all in dresses. Why are you dressing the priest? You put the, uh, before no, it goes out to don't. the mass. Yeah, you, you can help do that. A lot of times, um, Boy. If, if he uh, I'm needs help with it, but most of the time they dress um, put it on themselves. Right. But Unless you're there's in a the, uh, boy in there. You're in there, uh, you know, prepping some of the stuff. Me and the other My altar boy. My stomach is churning with the idea of having a little boy dress a man. It's it's yeah. not like that. Yeah, that's what all the kids who got thing. raped said until their memories came back. <laughs> I'm going to sit down with you. We're going to talk to some people. I know some good people. One thing, you're always in charge of the zipper. That's the only thing. That's right. Oh, will you help me put my dress on? No, said the average boy. Sure, I'll dress you. The Pope uh, is kind of a pimp, though. I mean, Pope's got like, some pimp stuff. I mean, look. I mean, he's he's got shawl. his drip on. He's wearing his dress, but he's <laughs> actually auctioning off his Lamborghini back in 2018. The Pope has a Lamborghini. Have for you God's seen sakes. the Vatican? It's Man, worth oh, twenty know. trillion dollars. Yeah. P Diddy's even like, damn, damn Pope. <laughs> If you had a pants suit on, he ain't wearing pants under that, Brady. He is free balling like a playo would. Man in a dress. You tell me you saw that walking down the road and you didn't think religion, you'd think man in a dress. He's got some Lululemons underneath nope. that. <laughs> Loudest ones about transvestites, and they're all in dresses. You don't think he's just sporting the Mack Weldons under there? No. I think he keeps it real. Custom I think every once I think after each speech. He goes back and he goes, guys, watch this, watch this. And then he just starts banging it into the dress and bouncing his little dress out. I'm free balling. He's doing the helicopter. Yeah, he's helicoptering underneath there. <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. The power, look at it go. Woo! Hey, hey, Cardinal, look at my dong in the dress. It's banging away. He takes those layers off and he's got a wife convincer underneath oh, there. Oh, he's gay. He's got one of those on. Oh, he probably wears a wife beater, but that's yeah. it. When he's out of the dress, it's the grossest thing you've ever seen. It's a big old gold chain. Yep. <laughs> it's a dude just with his dong out on a wife beater, pair of real big boots. Pope's drip. Dresses land nicely. Take this to the dry cleaner. You see the license plate on the Lambo? It said Riz. <laughs> <laughs> the Riz. Pope had a Lamborghini. I, I, should, know, I should auction that off for charity. <laughs> That the Pope did. has a Lamborghini, and they're still taking the handouts every oh, Sunday yeah, yeah. in the tray. Yep. No. Oh, that's how he got it. I know. It's that a, Lamborghini ridiculous. is nothing. Like John yeah. said, you go Trillions. through that. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Trillions of dollars. Gold altars. They've got tapestries that are oh. nah, not to billions. Mention, not to mention their ceiling. It's kind of valuable. Although they've been taking a little hit over the years. They've been writing a lot of checks. Right, and they're fine. And they're all in Kids dresses. aren't. They're all they're, in dresses, yeah. The kids that were dressing them? I bet you you'd talk to somebody who's like, yeah, my, my priest made me dress him after, too. Not after. Don't talk about it. Shut up. 
Brady now that you're in the why you were in the room while he was getting dressed and he just showed up in jeans and a t-shirt and I balled you and said help me with my gown. Was he helicoptering in the mirror too? My skin. I let Mike Barnes. You take it over. My skin is crawling. Yuck. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. It's called the Brady Report. I am getting emails, Brady, from people who were uh, raised Catholic and did altar boy stuff. Never once did they have to dress the priest. In fact, Leah says it was very strange to hear that. I was raised Catholic. Okay, that was slightly exaggerated. (laughs) It's not dressing the priest. Right, but help. Every now and then... If they, they have this one thing that's not the full frock, it's like this, um, it's almost like a poncho in a way. You know, you saw the Pope had that one around there, that little mini jacket. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a longer one that goes full length, and they're mostly for the time of the season. Like, he might have an Advent one or a... Sure, he's got a lot of extra accessories. And those uh, you're, accessories. you're putting on over the head. It's just a one-foot... Got it. I, had to do, I didn't have to do it every time, but every once in a while. Um, just when you're a bad boy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> For disciplinary reasons. Disciplinary. When, you, when your mommy said, hey, stop doing that to my son, you had to start dressing the guy afterwards. It's like someone's reaching uh, to put on their jacket. Sure. And you hold that sort arm of. up to get the second arm in. I suppose. Like, I guess you could say then I dressed my dad. When you say, you used to dress your dad? Yeah. Yeah. What is no, going I, on? I've helped him on with a jacket before. All right, I'm just saying a guy in a dress asking a little boy to help him put the dress on is weird to me. You can defend this all you want. You turned it weird. It I wasn't did not. weird. Man in a dress says, hey, little boy, help me put this dress on. You say that's not weird. I say it's weird. We're on different pages. That's it. Man in a dress says to me, I'm 51, says help me put my dress on. I, I just keep walking. Father Barron said, bro, I need a little help. Right. My arms hurt from all the whacking off of kids. I can't get my arms up. Will you help me put my dress on? That's all. I find it strange. You find it uh, childlike and fun. I don't. (laughs) I think it's creepy. But that's up to you. You can live that life of insanity. Tomato, tomato. You're right. Tomato, rape. I think it's the same thing. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Bray will give you the news that he remembers. Uh, It's brought to you by Hooters. It's game night. Oh, this game. I'm dressed in Steeler gear, and I still don't even know if I want to watch this. Uh, It's game night, and Hooters is your headquarters for all the action. They got football and basketball tonight. Which is good, but football's the one I'll be watching. Tonight, uh, they got that going on. Plus, the Hootastic specials, they start about 6 o'clock. And the best part, it's all brought to you by the world-famous Hooters Girls, because that's an awesome place to go. 
Is the in-season tournament finals tonight? Uh, is, no, tomorrow, I think. It's tomorrow. Friday. Well, I don't know. Maybe they have like the the three limbs. I, I, I don't know what's going on that in-season tournament. It's just weird to me. So but every other team is off. Not off, but they don't have – it's just a strange setup. Like, I don't understand how the schedule works, how you could plan around who's going to be in and who's going to be out. And so the teams, like you said, the Spurs are off all week. No, they've got games. How do they make up those games? But that's the thing. They've got a game with another team that's out. And, like, the schedule just shows up. I don't know how it works. And it still ends up at 82 games. Oh, yeah. I don't know know how they did this. Yeah, computers did everything right. I don't know how they did it. Because the Lakers and Suns weren't scheduled to play on Tuesday. They just did because of the in-season tournament. And last night, the T-Wolves and Spurs played because they're left out. So they just had to fill some time for the – I don't understand any of this. None of it makes sense to me. But you can watch the games that are on and just, uh, just enjoy the wings. That's what I say. Brady, report it. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Happy. Brady, my pants have fallen off. Do you mind coming over here getting on your knees and pulling those up for me? You got it. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> National Letter Writing Day and National Cotton Candy Day. Who does that anymore? Well, that's why they want it to be a day. Uh, the kids at Zaharis Elementary. Yeah, we got letters. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to say it as clearly as Michael Betts has said it. He says, Brady is insanely delusional. He was right. I don't believe that that was the case. I think Brady kind of enjoyed it. The trap. I don't know if it's rape if you uh, dig it that much. The rapist therapist. I mean, tomato, yeah. tomato. It's just, yeah, it's just how you spell it. How you space your letters. A couple of baseless fun facts. About 35% of people never get their wisdom teeth. No kidding. Wish I wouldn't have got mine. Boy, I got mine. sucked when I pulled them out. I I had a terrible experience with mine. I still have them. Good for you. Congratulations. Lucky. Lucky? They had to cut my lips to get in there because mine blew up my teeth in front of them. It drove forward and knocked the roots silly. Mine exploded to the point where you could hear it. Well, it's your head, obviously. I was sitting on the couch and had my wisdom tooth forced forward into the tooth in front of it and broke it in half. Yep. Right in the – oh, it was awful. The Houston Rockets didn't get their name because of the NASA Space Center there. They actually started as the San Diego Rockets in 1967 and got their name because San Diego had a a lot of aerospace companies. Then then we relocated to Houston in 1971. The name still started to make sense there. It's like the Utah Jazz makes no sense. They used to be the New Orleans Jazz. Makes sense. Utah Jazz. Speaking of Utah, a guy says, man, Catholics are weird as F. I grew up a Mormon. We don't do any of that weird. <laughs> yeah, you guys have got, you got nothing weird. <laughs> yeah. Will John, you help me put on my magic underwear, please? John Tyler uh, joined the Confederacy during the Civil War. The guy from Duran Duran? Oh, that's John Taylor. Sorry, never yeah. mind. He was and, trying to uh, the wolf. That's right. <laughs> he died before the war was over. So he's the only president whose death was not recognized in Washington. Oh. And he's the only president to rest under a flag not of the United States. A Confederate mm. flag was draped over his coffin. No kidding. Just a good old boy. It wasn't <laughs> meaning no harm. No harm. <laughs> Be tall, you never saw man in trouble with the law. So he's still that? I guess so. One of the presidents of the North had a Confed of flag? The- no, he was of the South. Well, I know that's what I mean. Yeah. He was the South, but he wasn't a United States He president. joined the Confederacy. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, gotcha. So then he wasn't. During the Civil he, War. He, he left. He was a traitor. He wasn't part of the United States anymore. I get that. Former president becomes Nazi. He dies a Nazi. He's a Nazi forever. 
Here's a uh, would you rather question they asked a bunch of people. Would you rather receive $1 million today or earn three cents for every step you take? Every move you make. Give me the mill. Am I allowed to do the math? Well, okay. 56% of the people said they would prefer the three cents per step. I think they think that's going to eventually get them more. I'll take the million up front and make the money. If you you do do 10,000 steps a day... It's about three hundred dollars a day, twenty one hundred bucks a week. So to get a million, it would take you about nine years, a little over nine years. Um, the older you got, people were like million dollar lump sum. I'll take that. Hmm. I'd take the m- million because I could make more with a million today in nine years than I can getting a million. And that's what a couple of financial experts yeah. said. You take that million dollars, that lump sum, right. and you invest it. Just put it in a savings account. Yeah. And don't touch it, and you'll have, you know, even at right now especially, like 3%, you're going to have more than a million dollars in nine years, that's yeah. for sure. Another poll asked people what's the most they'd pay for a T-shirt. 37% people said $20 was the most popular answer another 20 percent said they would uh, pay 10 or less that's probably difficult to find these days dirt shirt but um seven percent said they'd pay 60 bucks 12 percent of those 44 and under would pay 60 dollars and about six percent said i'll go 80 dollars on a t-shirt done that at concerts yeah 50 bucks what t-shirts are we talking about because I've had uh, yeah. some of those really super nice T-shirts. Like I like the True Classics. They're called True Classic T-shirts. They're really nice. Yeah. And I get those in bulk. I don't know how much I'm spending on them, but whatever they're charging, I'm spending because they're the best T-shirts I've ever had. Among people 44 and younger, 6% would pay 80 Another 3% would pay 100 4% would pay more than 100 But over 44 the boomers and over yeah. 0%. No chance of paying eighty dollars for a T-shirt. It would have to be a pretty nice T-shirt. <laughs> this went uh, viral on social media. People were talking about bizarre house rules they experienced staying at someone's house when they were growing up. Someone said they had to take a bath at a friend's house one time and discovered they had a rule where they reused the bath water apparently to yeah. conserve money and water. Said there was five kids in the house. Yeah. Well, that's the old saints. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater because the baby was always last to get in. And sometimes the water was so murky, the baby would get lost in it. He's the last one in as the family members bathe first and then guest goes in. No. By the way, uh, Kellen says, Brady, when I ask you uh, if the word of God to you, uh, do you associate salt and bleach with that? Yes, yes. Okay. The taste of salt and the word of God. (laughs) We're getting to the bottom of this before it's all over. Another uh, person said the the internet had to be turned off at 8 p.m. Because all the good websites shut off. The only websites left were bad and naughty. It's true. One of the parents. The one father used to turn off the Wi-Fi at 9 p.m. every night like a light switch. So it wasn't wasted. I tell you, that's the one way to get your teens out of their room. You can count it down. Turn off your Wi-Fi. Five. Four, <laughs> they come right out. Three. Did you get to turn off the Wi-Fi, <laughs> bro. 
if you want to ever uh, reveal them yeah, to society. Wanna, yeah, if you want to see them in the daylight, yeah. turn off the Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi's down. Otherwise, they just hide the whole time? Yep. That seems pretty good. I think if I was a parent, I'd be leaning on that pretty hard. Yeah. I'd leave it on 24 I hours. Would, I yeah, and I would house. lock the door from the outside, and they'd never know. <laughs> this house is pretty awesome. Every morning, the females, including female guests, had to wake up early and clean the house, even though it was clean the day before. And that's the America we're shooting for. Right there. Right there. I want it that way, Brady. That's the way to do it. The parents had a rule that you had to say, no, please. So if her friend's brother was pulling on her hair, she'd have to say, no, please. Right. Polite. Yeah. Why was he pulling on her hair in the first place? One person said that in middle school, they went to a sleepover and got in trouble for taking their shoes off when they entered the house. The family had a strict shoes on all the time rule, except when you're sleeping. Smelly. Food. Brady, do you have the word rape in your vernacular, or was it renamed by that man in the dress, the struggle snuggle? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you, M. Rogers. I believe that's Mr. Rogers, actually. He just emailed in and asked about the struggle snuggle. Three men in Oklahoma were arrested for stealing Dr. Pepper. Not just a $5 crime. These guys were stealing pallets of Dr. Pepper syrup from a warehouse. The syrup was in five-gallon bags with, in boxes. And the boxes would be sold to places like gas stations, which would sell the individual Big Gulp fountain drinks. It was an inside job, and the thieves had the same plan. They would sell the pallets of the syrup to the gas station. For less than the original price, then pocket the money. Two of the men used to work at Dr. Pepper and admitted they started stealing the pallets while they were still working there. He stole about 10 pallets worth around $40,000 while he was employed there. And then um, still he'd gotten uh, two or three more since he quit. Wow. The third culprit was a guy at the gas station. He knew they were getting stolen syrup, and that's why... It was so cheap. All three men are now being charged with felony. Can't steal things. Yeah. That makes sense. About 100 k worth of Dr. Pepper syrup. Man, if it was Diet Dr. Pepper or Coke Zero, which is my new Coke Zero cherry. Oh, I can blow through 12 of those in an afternoon. In Portland, Oregon, this uh, person went to an apartment complex and went up to one of the residents. He had a mask on mm-hmm. said i'm gonna stab you with this knife he's holding up a knife he's got his face masked up and the resident turn around grabs a knife and stabs that guy not right because he was close enough to stab him yeah dudes with a knife has to get pretty close to you if you're he's, stabbing me if he's, uh-uh. yeah if he's talking about stabbing you got time to stop him the guy didn't die he's at the hospital with some uh stab wounds yeah. by the way congratulations to my stepson uh, he works at a stop and rob, and he missed a robbery by oh. 30 minutes. Oh, he was off shift. Yep, just got off 30 oh, minutes later. Oh, no. Up in Flagstaff. Yep. Was he, does he kind of feel bad that he wasn't part of the robber? He kind of wants to get robbed, right? I got the feeling that maybe he Damn did it. feel a little, it's a badge little of bit, honor. A little bit left out. Apu said it on The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. I wear each bullet wound as a badge of honor. <laughs> oh, glorious. Well, good for him. Thank you. Come on, guys. <laughs> Up at the what, did, what was the uh, what was the weapon of choice? Knife, gun. Uh, 
I'm not sure that they could tell, but okay. he just threatened. Cash register? Oh, yeah. Just, oh, just give, right. him, give him everything. Didn't even go for like a beer or swipe? Uh, was... No, I think it was an actual robber. Oh, an actual? Oh, yeah. Oh, Presper <laughs> was so close to yep. being a man. So close. He, he joked he, when I told him, I said, oh, you got a job at a stop and rob. Yeah. Goes, what do you call it that? You'll see. <laughs> yep. You'll <exactly>. see. <laughs> Almost. Yep. Uh, for the want of one episode of Three's Company, the kid was that close to getting robbed. 30 minutes. Son of a. I just have one real quick radio video. It's a cat yak. You seen a cat yak, a hairball or something? This is a big cat yakking. There's a little more volume involved in your interest, sir. Oh, it's a tiger throwing up. I don't know what's going on. That's a power yak. Not only is it a liger, not only is it the video, it's the language and the music (laughs) that catch Brady's eye. It looks to be a tiger trapped in an above ground pool, also. You stay here for the week. All you can do is drink. Like, I mean, an above ground pool around September. The Mexican that's- music tells me it's a cartel tiger, and that's just a night after cocaine. Thank you, my friend Juan, for that video. I don't know what the somebody from this that peso pluma. Right. Thanks, Brady. <laughs> Enjoy your holidays. Right. I don't want to get too upset at that video. Brady's recently revealed he was raped. <laughs> want to trigger it. Wow. Brady being raped is why he hates those videos with the inside-out buttholes. <laughs> well, <laughs> then I was raped, too. <laughs> yeah, all of us were. Uh, might, have, might have bothered him more. I was telling Brett yesterday, I think that one might be the one that affected me the oh, most this tough. year. Well, we'll see it Dads Saturday night. squishings, I can deal with those. Brett and I had to go through those videos yesterday, and there was one in there I don't think we've seen yet. By the way, you've given Brett PTSD. Oh. He walked in here yesterday after you did anything. It's the one we watched yesterday. I'm like, we haven't seen this, have we? And Brett's like, no, I don't think so. Is a, it's <laughs> and it made the cut. Oh, it's a top five or faux show. There you go, Brady. Just for making oh, us don't watch judge that. Him. Oh, there's the. No, he's seen button. this yeah, one. That's the good one. There's, Come on, look. You the, made us the watch red behind. I've uh, seen it. You're gonna miss <laughs> the. Oh, you missed the dripping that you have. No, they're gonna start to drip. For that. The dripping oh. is awesome. <laughs> on the guy who handles it. The oh, handler. It, gets, oh. it can't be real. It's oh, we real, got a better Brady. one. We got a better one. <laughs> oh, wait till you see how real it can be with the thing that this that we watched yesterday. And it'll be revealed to us uh, Saturday oh, <laughs> night at Holmberg After Dark. Brady's going to wish he was putting a priest frock on. <laughs> I don't have much because we've been combining the videos, you know, for uh, for Saturday. So I got a couple just quick ones, and they're not real bad. Right. Not terrible. <laughs> not from where I'm sitting. Yeah. All right. I, I, this one. Whoa! Whoa! A motorcycle hit the embankment, and the dude must be 40 feet in the air and just spinning. You wow. sure that's not one of those video game ones? Yeah. I don't know. Look at his website. No. I think that's a video oh, game. Right. Brett. If it is, wow. Yeah, Brett's on a Middle Eastern site, too. Yeah. They slow mode his fall back to the ground, and it is awful. Uh, this one's wow. definitely not a video game if that one was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, got, oh, no! Oh, he got hit by a car and pinballed off of another car. He runs across, hits by this weird truck, and right into a park truck. Why does he look left first? Yeah, I don't know. Well, he's from the United States. Like, he's bro, bro did street. not look both ways. Actually, yeah. they're driving on There's the right the side. Yeah. Oh, he's running from a crime too. He's stuffing something in his waistband. Watch the beginning. 
He just robbed somebody, probably a Christopher. Oh, yeah. oh man. And that first thump is the truck hitting the second one is the other truck letting him land on it. So we'll just we'll just nice end there and I got work. Wow. I got Bro. videos to take care of later. <laughs> Brady, after you put the dress on where you're given leftover wine and Jesus chips as a present for helping Always. a man dress. Wow. It would be ironic as if Toledo's real son robbed his stepson up at that thing. I could see that. <laughs> it's very true. Uh, right now, Alex ain't blowing the gas money to go up to Flagstaff. Yeah, that's so. true. <laughs> gas is pretty precious. Brady, it's uh, it's your father here from church when you were a child. I just want to say thank you. After I raped you, you were always nice enough to ask if I was okay. Let <laughs> <laughs> me help you get dressed, darling. And now that that rape is complete, why don't you help me put my clothes back on? You got it. I've already forgotten the bad parts. Here's another wafer. I've already blocked out all the bad stuff because you keep feeding me these uh, crackers. <laughs> I'm, I'm calling cracker. I am filled with the spirit and dough of Jesus. Anyway. I still don't. I, I don't know. I think if I took a poll and said, hey, a grown man asked a young boy to help him put a dress on. Weird, not weird. Like, you'd be the only one that says not weird. And compare it to helping your dad put a suit jacket on. Let me get my arm in there. Yeah, it's just like when I put the priest's dress on. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly that. Without all the cumbersome rape before. Sure, sure. Off to Hungry Harry's. Herman's. There you go. That's your Brady Report with a lot of question marks afterwards. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98 KUPD. You thought that was funny. Holmberg's morning sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. 98. What the hell is wrong with you? KUPD. <laughs> People won't stop with this rape thing. Every time I'm right before I go in the air, so it's like you guys know exactly how to time it. So the most traumatizing part for Brady as he dressed as priest was that he never received the answer to his question of where's the beef. <laughs> the priest said, I gave it to you. Brady was confused. Where is the beef? You already had it, son. Now get out. Joe Dombrowski is not coming in today. Was he sleeping in? What's no, he no, no, it wasn't his fault. Help it was getting a dressed? schedule error. And uh, yeah, he didn't want to be in the room with Brady and all of his traumas on the day it all became a deal. <laughs> yeah. A day that will live in infamy for sure. It's December 7th, and people have also emailed and said, hey, don't you normally do your comedy day that will live in infamy? And normally we would, but Saturday is so convoluted, crazy with stuff, adding another thing seemed uh, superfluous. So we didn't want to uh, risk it by having uh, all these people come in here and do their... And give him five minutes of stand-up. Because Saturday night's not going to be a big stand-up show. It's going to be like kind of almost a just like a live podcast talk show type thing of a bunch of goofiness. And so we're not doing that. But normally, yes, that's right. Not only is it letter-writing day, as Brady pointed out earlier, it's also December 7th, a day that will live in infamy, Pearl Harbor Day. And the uh, Japs came over here and knocked what isn't a state at the time silly and took out half our Navy. Quite a crazy day. Some good footage uh, pops up every year. Like, I always wonder, like, here's new footage. Like, where was this stuff sitting? Like, somebody died and they found it in their attic and things like that. So, no, we didn't do our, our uh, comedic infamy day uh, on the day of. But de- December 7th is a day that will be remembered forever. Is the day that Brady realized that that priest getting dressed was, was up to no good. Way to tick. Very true. 
Uh, but it gives us an opportunity to get all those people who said yesterday, couldn't get through on the phone, I want to do my impression. It's day two. Oh, no. That's right, Brett. Oh. Day two of do an impression and tell a joke. And maybe you'll get tickets to Homebreak After Dark. Coming up on Saturday night. Only way you can get tickets is to win them through us. So we're going to give you another chance. All you people that tried. We had that great Christopher Walken yesterday. That guy was phenomenal. Yeah. And then the lady who tried to do Elmo, and it was kind of suck. And then we said, well, I think if you do Elmo, you can do SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Give SpongeBob a try. And uh, she did it for the first time, and it was better than her Elmo. And we gave her tickets to that. So it could be you. Do you do an impression? Do you want to show it off? Do you want to win tickets to go see the world's best impressionist and Frank Caliendo? I think so. Uh, also, and I don't want to put this out there quite yet. You recall the movie Tiptoes uh, that I, I I went crazy about the second my friend Bri- yeah, Brian Rendall found it. I give him all the credit in the world. Sent it to me. I said, is this real? He said, more real than you'll ever know. I sent it to a friend of mine who was a movie reviewer in the 90s and 2000s, like a national movie reviewer. And I said, Tiptoes, do you know about this? And he goes, that was right in the heart of when I did this job and I don't know anything about it. And we uh, watched that movie, and the three of us at the same time in different locations watched the movie and could not believe what we were watching and text jokes back and forth the entire time. Well, it's a movie about little people, and Matthew McConaughey uh, plays uh, – he's in it, and Kate Beckinsale's in it, and Gary Oldman, the great Academy Award-winning Gary Oldman is in it, and he plays a little person. He plays a midget person. David Allen Greer is also in it. Yesterday, and I don't want to make this, we already sold out Saturday night, right? Couldn't believe that. Yeah. Expectations are scaring me a little because people evidently buy these tickets and expect some sort of entertainment. Now we've got to figure out how to provide that. We think we've got something here. While all of this is being planned out, I get a text from Brad Williams. Are we still doing tiptoes when I come to town? Brad Williams, of course, the little person comedian. And I said, if you're up for it, Let's do it. The guys who run the club text me and say, we can do it. It's done. Brad's in, you're in. Let's get this done. I'm like, okay. And they said, just got to figure out how ticket sales are going to work because yeah. Brad's got his shows. And we got to figure out when we're going to do it, what times and all that. I'm like, okay. Uh, I, I don't want to jinx this. David Allen Greer from In Living Color is in tiptoes. He gets wind of this. Asks to be part of it. There is a good chance, Brady, there is a very good chance that come the end of January, we have a tiptoes viewing party with Brad Williams and David Allen Greer. Ready to go. Because it is one of the most offensively stupid movies you've ever watched, and it's hilariously bad. And fun all the way across. It has to happen. So I want you out there, listeners, to prepare for this. If you know a little person, this will be retribution for that movie. It will be a full-on, like in the olden days when they used to throw old vegetables at the screen, this is just hurling insults at it instead. And and I, we cannot wait to do this. And having one of the stars there, because I plan on like pausing the movie every once in a while, just have little moments like a, like a classroom. Like, what what is going on here? There is his a, part in that movie. Oh, there's a scene oh. where David Allen Greer has the legs of Bridget the Midget, the porn star, who's not a porn star in this, spread wide open and in, in front of a, a, a greenhouse of little people, <laughs> where I guess they grow them. He's hammering away on Bridget the Like, that was his career arc. It went from superstardom and living color in the early 90s to 2003's Tiptoes, where he got to dry hump a little person. 
It, it is. It's remarkable. About like how serious they it's were about this movie. Remarkable. Oscar. This remarkable. Is be a, an so, Oscar-worthy movie. We're putting it together. How we're going to do it, we don't know, but it's very exciting. So just know that we're always planning something for your entertainment. I haven't seen it yet, so now, oh, now, Brad, I'm, not, now I'm not going to. I'm just going to wait. I'm don't just watch wait. until it's on, and Brad, and hopefully Dag, as he likes to be called, shows up. If we... Uh, oh, I, don't, I, I hope I'm not jinxing it. Maybe there's a way. If we tie it in with Pantalones Tequila, McConaughey would come out. Is that a name of his tequila? Pants yeah. Tequila? Yep. That's the name of a recent murder victim here in town, too. A guy named Pantalones. That's why I thought you, were, you named uh, it after him. Yeah. Well, that's terrible. Pantalones is pants. Mr. Pants. Anyway, just thought I'd throw that out there. Anyway, while we're waiting for your calls for impressions, uh, we don't want you to tell us what the impression is. Just do the impression and tell your joke. And if it's good enough and we here at, on the panel believe you deserve tickets, we will give you tickets. Uh, for this uh, uh, Holmberg After Dark, if you're interested in going. Obviously, you'd be calling. You would be. 585-9800. Your impressions and jokes are next. You will be judged. It's 98. Here's something, something. Check out Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. All right. Off we go. You're on stage. By the way, I got people emailing me about their little people in their family. And this is a month and a half away. My wife has little people in her family. In fact, one of her cousins is in Mini Kiss. Should I make some phone calls, see if we can get Mini Kiss to show up to the tiptoe screening? Yes! <laughs> Mini Kiss live after the... We're going to be there for five hours. Also, I will work on getting Bridget the Midget in if David Allen Greer is there. And I promise the audience that if that happens, I will make them reenact the, the love scene that's in the movie. Live on stage. Oh, my God. I'm jinxing it. I got to stop. I got to stop. People also very confused, Brady, that when you say Santa's shredding party, not to bring your skateboard or snowboard. It's, yeah. it's actually a shredding document. Yeah. yeah. Santa's getting rid of some evidence. I don't know. He's just getting rid yeah. of some documents. It's time so to put, shred. Get you back on the good list. Shredding's a great thing. Those shredding parties are neat, too. Anyway. Yeah, I got emails. I got Brady skateboarding with Santa? I would like to see that. I would pay for that. I thought the same thing when I saw the Santa shredding. I'm like, what is this? And I'm like, I've got two boxes I could get rid of real easy. Of papers? Yeah, of stuff no that kidding. don't even need to be around. It's like 10 years old. See, I just burn my stuff. Well, that's what I... Yeah. I did it once in the summer, which was a terrible error in the fireplace because I forgot to open up that's the flu. That's the one reason I don't <laughs> because it would be quite the... Oh, it's so hot. And I forgot to open flame. the thing up and I had a massive fire going. And I turned around and the whole house was full of smoke. I'm like, what have I done? So, yeah, go to Brady's Shredding Party with Santa Claus because have somebody else handle all that. You're going to make a mess. Uh, are you ready? Brett, you got the people no, ready to I'm go. Ready. Oh, you're ready. Uh. It was good. You stop it. It's much better than we expected. And people, people <laughs> failing on the air is always fun. They do, they do their impression. They tell their joke in an effort to win tickets to Homburg After Dark Saturday night over at the Glorious uh, Stand Up Live downtown. Are we ready? Here we yeah, go. Let's Who's start first? With, let's start with Matt. Matt, are you there, Matt? Here I am. All right, Matt, uh, we need your impression and your joke. Anytime you're ready, go ahead. Okay, hold on. Oh, I got to put away my Yumbo Yak. Oh, that's a good breakfast there. <laughs> Yumbo Yak and Budweiser, any right. time of day, man. Matt. So, you know what? Hey. Go ahead. You, you know what I hate about snow? What's that? It's white? It's white and on my land. <laughs> 
<laughs> Matt doing an impression of my guy, Chief Doubledown. <laughs> That's right. I like it. Matt, are you of the uh, are you allowed to do this impression? Definitely not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, points for Matt. Hold, put Matt on hold. We'll see if he's the, the winner of this round. I, like I, like I was it. buying right, into that's it. That's a good start. I, for a second there, I thought he might be from the yeah, actual land. from the res. But he liked the way it clerked. I like, oh, my dog just farted. Holy cow, that's thick. And again, I might eat that. His farts are that. They're either a terrible fart or delicious coffee. I can't quite tell. All right, who's next? Wow, let's right, go to Ryan. This one is a fart. Uh, Ryan, are you there? Uh, yeah. All right. Ryan, go ahead with your impression. Tell your joke. Okay. Hey, so like, uh, there's like five gay guys sitting in a hot tub. <laughs> and then one of them's like, why is there a condom floating? Who farted? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to the judges we go. Brady, I'll start with you. You know who that is, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Who? Yeah. That's, uh, Jay Leno. No, no, you uh, missed it. It's Beavis and Butthead. It's Butthead. But it's, uh, yep. Butthead. Yep. <laughs> The laugh is not. Uh, it's the laugh's okay. a little off. Yeah, it's okay. Well, he's, a, he's not doing. He's doing the butthead laugh, so it's not yeah. bad. the Beavis laugh. He didn't do. Do you do Beavis too? Hey, yeah, I got Beavis too. Yeah, <laughs> all right. That's pretty it's good. Pretty good. All right, uh, Brady liked it. Right, uh, Brett. That wasn't bad. Not bad. Joke was, was a little Bradyed for me. Yeah, but it, was a, it was a terrible joke. That's why I'm going to say <laughs> a little that. Brady. One of the worst jokes of it was a it was a Brady blue. The Brady blue. Brady after dark. Uh, Brady after dark. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say no. No Hollywood. Yeah, yeah no. It's, it's an okay impression. The, the joke killed you. Nice try. Got to come up with a better try. Brady at sunrise. Shut actually, then I Yeah, because you know, kind of would fall out of guy's butt. Yeah, get it. Even Beavis and Butthead thought that was beneath them. <laughs> uh, who's next? All right, we got Phil. Phil, are you there? Yeah, yes, I am. All right, Phil, go ahead, do your impression, tell your joke. <laughs> so, guys, why, why don't Mexican boys come to Neverland Ranch in groups of three? Why don't Mexican boys ever come to Neverland Ranch in groups of three? Why? Come on, because my son says no trespassing. Don't explain it, Michael. All right. <laughs> That's terrible. That's flat terrible. Terrible. Brett, terrible. To you? Out. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> and on a day where we found out Brady was raped as a child, you bring Michael Jackson to the party. What's wrong with you? Oh, He's yeah. out. All right. You're done. We're dead as Michael no Jackson. No moss. <laughs> No trace passing. Hey, well, he pronounced it wrong, too. He I said know. Dress, and I'm like, yeah. what the... Right. Yeah. You can't... You, yeah. Exactly. Didn't even hit the punchline. No. Next one. All right. This is Kyle. All right, Kyle. Kyle, are you there? I am here, maggots. I am here all day, ladies. All right. <laughs> Go ahead, sir, and do your impression. If I think you've already started. And uh, tell your joke. Go. Stand by for the joke. You will not laugh. You will not cry. You will learn by the numbers. Here is the joke. What is worse than ants in your pants? Brady, what's worse than ants in your pants? I think Brady might know. Let him, don't let him. Don't tell oh, him. Yeah. What, what is, is worse that, than Sergeant? ants in your pants, Sarge? Uncles in your pants. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Any closer there? I've got nothing. This impression is extremely hard to do without saying bad radio, exactly. friendly words. You have to remember that, that when you do an impression on the radio, you, you got to have your beat button, man. Full metal jacket. Yeah, That's right. the best part of the impression. I got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> Brett? I'm still sticking with Chief Double Down. All right. 
Brady? I'm with Brett. All right, I'm with you, too. I like to hear that character cuss, and you couldn't do it, so yeah. nice try. There's, all right, Arlie Ermey. All right, the winner of this round is the first guy who did double down and had a funny joke, too. Why do I hate snow? Because it's whitening on my land. <laughs> that's, a, that's one of them good Indian jokes. On that that's one. a solid one. Told by Whitey himself. You're welcome, Indians. It's another thing we give you. Great jokes about us. Does he go to the next round? Uh, we'll hang on to him. Okay. Another round, 585-9800, see if you can knock the Indian off the perch. <laughs> see if you can steal from this Indian tickets that are rightfully his. What do you say? Uh, if you want to do an impression and tell a joke, you can go to Holmberg After Dark Saturday night at Stand Up Live. The only way to get tickets to this and go see people like Frank Caliendo, like Jonathan Kite. Uh, the whole morning show is going to be there. Special guest uh, going to be popping in late. We all know it's Pablo, but it's, we just don't want to say. Uh, it's great. It's going to be a blast. And there's an outside chance. And there's an outside chance. Well, no, it's Pablo. It's always him. There's no more. I don't think anybody else is coming. I don't think. No, that's it. Bridge of the Midget might show up because we got the dates wrong. But other than that, uh, let's see what you got. Uh, impressions abound. 585-9800. Let's see what you got. It's 98 KUPD. Here's something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. It was a better time. Thursday's cruising along. Uh, we got our, we're trying to give these tickets away. Matt one is on the line, and he has done a good job. He What's gave Matt two? Chief Double Dam. Matt two is coming up in right. just seconds. Impression and joke to win tickets to Holmberg after dark Saturday night at Stand Up Live pre party over at Copper Blues from nine to eleven. That's open for everybody. So come on down and have fun with us. And uh, again. Uh, we're we're doing this because it benefits some stuff as well. That's the nice part. Uh, I'm not sure. It's Bud Light's helping us do this whole thing. And uh, we're going to help out by giving some money to the Humane Society. And our friends at Lerner and Rowe are also kicking in a little bit. And uh, they're giving donations to the Humane Society with us as well. So thanks to everybody for buying tickets quick. We're working on how we're going to make this a thing. Uh, low expectations. That's all I ask. Uh, Matt, too, is on the line. We'll go right. to Matt, too, first. Matt, too, are you there? Wow, good morning, everybody. What a pleasure it is to be on Humberg's Morning Sickness. All right, Matt, to uh, start your impression joke now. Knock, knock. Who's there? This is Daisy. Daisy who? They see me rolling. They see me hating. That was the President of the United States. <laughs> ah, that's horrible. <laughs> All right. You don't sound anything like Biden. I'm kidding. (laughs) Uh, Brett? I could also do Uncle 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 Danny. (laughs) What's that? that Oh, you know, the best president ever. A lot of people are saying that was the funniest joke of all time. All right, no, I'm out. All right, Brett's out. (laughs) Brady? Brady? Yeah, Yeah, I'm out. I'm out, too. Nah, boo. (laughs) All right, sorry. Thanks, man. Okay, now I'm coming around. This is good, watching people just crash and burn on the radio. We call it Amelia Earhart Air. (laughs) Because we stay on the air all the time. She crashes. Let you guys fly it for a second. It goes into the earth. Those weren't impressions. I don't know what that was. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Next guy. Who is it? Try Dan. Dan, are you there? Yeah. All right. Dan, go ahead. Impression and joke. Go. First off, that was the worst Obama impression and Trump impression I've ever heard in my entire life. Okay. Listen, 
how do you know when a black woman is pregnant? Oh, God. Here we go. Well, uh, I don't know. When she pulls out the tampon, all the cotton's picked up. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a that's not nice. <laughs> it's a terrible that's impression, and the joke's even worse. Terrible impression. We can't give you anything. All right, I'm done with you. This is a problem. It was just for you. <laughs> Terrible. You're going to Hollywood. Oh, no, he's out. Yeah, Brett's in. Brett, Brett will take you out to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh, man. Awful Uh-oh. thing. We lost Matt one. Matt one's gone. Yeah. He's the winner. I though. remember his name. But right, well, we it's got Hunter. All right, we got one more. Yeah. All right, let's try another one. <laughs> that is a terrible joke. It's a joke, nonetheless. But, I mean, everybody's taking a punch today. Uh, either who's this? Uh, Hunter. Hunter, go ahead with your impression and your joke, and please make it uh, nice. Well, yeah, it's not nice. George W. Bush today, I promise. Okay. Oh, you did that yesterday. That's right. Hunter was on yesterday. All right. What, what else you got, Hunter? Go ahead. All right. All right. Yeah. What is the difference between my wife and a refrigerator? <laughs> uh, not when the, oh, is it about meat and pulling out? Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you don't. Hold on. My refrigerator doesn't fart when I pull out. All right. I'm not listening to the end of that. I got you. Yes. It doesn't fart when you do the meat. Yeah. All right. <laughs> then I assume that's either uh, Stephen? That's Stephen Hawking. Gardeck. Yeah, see, that's who? Gardeck? Dennis Gardeck? Linebacker for the Cardinals? Wow. I don't think that's accurate. <laughs> no, it was, it was Hawking. Yeah, okay, Stephen. Maybe Gardeck in like 10 years. <laughs> yeah, it's CTE <laughs> kicks in. I, lo- I love the Gardeck family, but uh, Brett? No, I didn't yeah, know who the hell like, it was. He didn't know. Yeah. It just sounded like you might have been, uh, like, it was Michael J. Fox on a good day. No, I was yeah. Johnny Five. <laughs> yeah, short no, sorry about that. All right, uh, no for you again, Hunter. That you're oh for two. You're double loser, my friend. That's it. <laughs> I like him. Trying, keep uh, trying. The Trump joke should have won. No, no, no. <laughs> Wasn't a Trump joke. Although he probably has told that joke. I have to ask you a couple questions real quick, guys. First off, how do you know when your black girlfriend's pregnant? <laughs> Mister Trump, stop. You're on a mic. I don't care. And a lot of people say it's the best joke they've ever heard. I think it might be Brett. Brett, ask Brett. <laughs> Ask Brett. He'll tell you. sold me. It's a good joke. It's a good joke. That was the audio that was left out in this interview with Billy Bush. That's right. <laughs> a lot of people are talking about that. A lot of people telling that joke. The director's it's a good cut. joke. It's a good joke. That's a good director's joke. The Billy <laughs> Bush interview. Everyone will tell you. There's it's 45 histori- additional minutes. I'll tell you right now. It's historically accurate. Black people love me. I get away with it. Anyway. All right. Is, is Matt one on the line? I've got Matt one back, so. Right, Want to try a dry one? Scary. Go ahead. Uh, hit the button. Really can't be right. any more Let's scary. Yeah, I can't be any worse. Uh, maybe Aaron. Aaron, are you there? Aaron's here. All right, Aaron, keep it clean and uh, go ahead. Do your impression and your joke. <laughs> All right. This is uh, number 43 here. Uh, I got a wife that ran in a recent election. We tried to fill the country with, le- with lesbians, but uh, I got a, a lesbian joke here. All right. Okay. It's going to go... Uh, <laughs> In a relationship with uh, two lesbians, uh, who's cooking dinner? In a relationship of two lesbians, who cooks the dinner? Uh, I don't know. Well, neither of them cook because we all know lesbians eat out. (laughs) (laughs) That's terribly stupid. Oh, my God. All right. Brett. No. No. And why? Because it's... Well, the impression kind of sounded like the guy from Family Guy, the old uh, creepy yeah, yeah. guy. Yeah, 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 it did. And uh, it was it was a Brady before dark. Joke. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Just before dark, Brady at dusk. 
His uh, laugh at the end kind of yeah. had a little spice. It, it did. It did. Uh, yeah. But it did, yeah, okay. Well, nobody liked it. All right, th- thank you. Nice try. That's terrible. <laughs> I could right. do this all morning. And now, this now you've great. turned yeah, and I've gone to your... I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I thought the jokes were great. Even the Clinton joke. Great stuff. A lot of people say it. Brad, a lot of people say 45, 43. It doesn't matter which one you were. Great joke. I have a Jimmy Carter joke if you're interested. It has something to do with Randall Bird. <laughs> anyway, no more of that. Uh, we'll get Matt Wan back. He's he's today's champion. Or we just if he doesn't call back, he doesn't get him. Yeah. Oh, that joke. You people. <laughs> you people. You know, I always say it about certain groups. You people. <laughs> you people. These people, Brady. I mean, come on. Come on. I don't want to tell it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, it's 909. There you go. Yeah, we can't trust you anymore. But we'll see you at Holmberg After Dark, where all that stuff will be okay. Not that, though, so much. Uh, we've got uh, FanDuel bets coming up in just moments, and I have to pick tonight's horrible game. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98 you thought that was funny. Holmberg's morning sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? K-U-P-D. It's nice. Oscar just showed up. We had a guy named Oscar shows up. His wife works here. And uh, she said he's a big fan. I never believe a wife when they say that because normally she wouldn't be smiling and saying that. And there he was. She, wasn't, she was telling the truth. Listen, to, some of the people downstairs actually do listen to the show. He liked that joke too, though. He loved the joke. <laughs> That terrible, awful joke. He loved it. So, hello to, I don't like when somebody says to me, Hi, my name's Oscar or Robert. I'm like, Who are you running from? That's, those are two. You can't even confuse those. But Oscar Robert was just good. Thanks, Oscar. Good to meet you. Uh, it's time now for our FanDuel Picks of the Week. And uh, boy, I tell you what, we got some gems on the line and we got some stinkers on the line. This is when the end of the season starts popping its uh, ugly head up and contenders playing each other is fun. And then uh, teams like mine, which are contenders somehow, are taking on teams like the Patriots, who are managing to be the worst team I've ever watched on television. I, that game with the Chargers last week, it wasn't even a sport. I don't. That was like rudimentary 101, here's how it's done, not sure you guys are going to get it, football. 6-0. Yeah. Horrible. Is Belichick even showing up anymore, or is he just giving up? I think Bill Belichick is still going because he's so close to Don Shula's record. And I think he only needs like five or ten. I, know, I may be off of like five or ten wins. He's not that far. He's not going to get them for another six years the way this is going. They've got two wins. Well, we'll start there. Uh, tonight, uh, I have to pick my Steelers or the Patriots. Let me tell you this. If you're on FanDuel at all, my friend Doug, Doug Fairchild, uh, just text over his bet for tonight. Big Steeler fan, Doug. Says, here you go. Under on all of these. Mitch Trubisky, 180 yards. Bailey Zappi, 154 yards. Deontay Johnson, 43 yards. Pickens, 40 Elliot Ezekiel, uh, or Ezekiel Elliott, 59 yards. Jalen Warren, 52. Under, 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 under. You will win $3,500 for a $100 bet on that. And I don't think he's wrong. Yards are going to be like trying to snowplow uphill. That's only 35 to 1. For all those unders? I Somebody mean, can accidentally break a 50-yard right, run. I guess. So man. it makes a little bit of sense, but man, oh, man. Terrible stuff. So we go to our bets uh, for this week. I'll take uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers tonight, are my my team, over the uh, Patriots, and I'm going straight up. Somehow they're six-point favorites, and the Steelers barely score six points a game and still manage to win. They're 7-5. Should come out 8-5, and five, which 
If it wasn't for the Cardinals playing great and the Steelers sucking last week, somehow or another, my cruddy Steelers could be a 9-4 and four football team. That says something about the NFL this year. Brady, uh, your Bengals, where are they? I'm taking the Bengals, uh, the Colts. Colts team is, who knows what they Yeah. Are. That's a tough one. It's Bengals played so good on Monday, up. though. With that, they do, uh, and I'm hoping he keeps that going. We'll see. Uh, your Seahawks have a tough one against the 49ers. Ten-point underdog. In San Francisco, yeah. I'll, I'll take my Hawks with the 10, even though it's on the road, just because yeah. they might have figured something out last but week. But Niners are going to win the game. Niners are going to win. Uh, your Bears are taking on the Detroit Lions, who are kind of in a... In Chicago. I'm not sure what they are mode. And that's, you know, I was impressed with that Bears defense last week. Yeah. So I think I'm going to take the Bears, You're actually, going on with this the one. Bears! Yeah. That I'm makes gonna, me nervous because it. my upset pick of the week is the Bears. Okay. So I'll go with that. Brady, what's your upset? My upset is the Broncos over the char- or Yeah, the Chargers. Yeah. Somehow or another, Broncos still not getting any credit. One, what, six in a row? Five out of six or something like that? Uh, Toledo, who's your upset? Bills over KC in KC. All right. Brett? Best odds I can uh, get. Panthers over Saints. Did the Panthers beat? That's a pretty good upset. Yeah. Because uh, they only have one. It's only win. plus 184. It's not that yeah, crazy, still. but. Jameis is in, too, because Derek has been dinged out. around. All right. What is your lock of the week, Brett? Uh, my lock of the week is uh, I'm taking your Steelers over the Patriots. You did that last week. Don't blame me for the mush. You did that last no. week. You picked the Steelers as your lock over the Cardinals. And I won. Oh, no, I didn't. No, no didn't. I didn't pick That's that as my saying. lock. Yes, no, you I didn't did. Think that was I'm pretty mark. sure you did. I don't think so. I got smoked everywhere else. Here, I'll look at my bets. One you some bitches did. Uh, Toledo, <laughs> what's your be. lock of the week? Uh, Packers over the Giants on Monday Night uh, Football. Good one. No DeVito, although I got to love right. his, uh, his hand. That's why I didn't take that one. That's a good one. Uh, Brady, what's your I'm lock? I'm taking the Niners over the Sea Chickens. That's your lock. It's a good lock. It's a 10 good point lock. lock. Uh, I'm taking the Jaguars over the Browns. No way they lose both Ohio teams in the same week. CJ? Hopefully. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Is we'll in. see. Still taking him high over ankle sprain. Browns are. He's not playing. No. Either way, the Browns have like your friend at quarterback. I'm not. I don't know who they're playing. Uh, and then finally, without the Cardinals on the field this week, I've decided to tell the boys to pick the game of the week. And this is one hell of a game. And I don't like that it is because of who's in it. Eagles are going to Dallas, taking on the Cowboys. This is a good football good game. game. A really good one. Late season December football. NFC East uh, crown on the line. Number one. Uh, Eagles got bounced by the Niners last week. They've got the Cowboys back-to-back Niners. That's a tough part of their schedule, and they've got to pull one out, and they've already lost one. Who do you have, Brady? I think the uh, Eagles were going to rebound. You like the Eagles Eagles. in Dallas. Me too. Dallas is going to Dallas, as you always say. Well, I took uh, Eagles plus three and a half. I'm the only one going the other way. Cowboys at home. They've been lighting it up, and the Eagles have been kind of – Eagles are two or three plays away from having three more losses. Yeah, but did, their schedule is tougher this year, and they're you know, they're still winning. prevailing they're this winning. year more than they were last. But when they got stomped last week at home. Yeah, I think that might have just blueprinted how good teams can beat them. And they're not beating the, the Chiefs game. They should have lost that one drop pass. Should have lost that game. It's a good game. That Cowboys Eagles game. I'm glad the Cardinals aren't playing because that might interrupt Cowboys Eagles. Oh, that's a Sunday nighter. Good. Okay, yeah. I was going to say I thought it was the afternoon game. Uh, there you go. Mine pays thirteen twenty one. Toledo uh, plus eleven seventy seven. Good win. Plus nineteen seventy nine. Excellent. Uh, plus sixteen sixty nine. All <laughs> right. <laughs> Brady's favorite bet. Uh, all right. Well, there you go. That's a good amount of money. I was. Uh, I, I've had a nice couple of weeks, and then the last two bets I've had have killed me. 
stupid Devin Booker can't score with a twisted ankle. Almost got a ton more. FanDuel. Trust me, the only way to watch tonight's game. Patriots-Steelers. And I never thought I'd be saying this. Boy, throughout the last two decades, those two matching up was usually something special. Patriots usually won, but this is a brutal lack of entertainment coming your way tonight. Thursday night football. You must be gambling to make this thing viable in your life. If you have it on and no bets on this game tonight, you you might as well just start making mashed potatoes and stuffing them in your ears because that's all that's in your head. I went with one of the FanDuel uh, four-leg parlay options, but they're all over on this on the game yeah. tonight. Don't go over. Let me ask, well, Deontay Johnson over 43-and-a-half? Maybe doubt it. Frymuth over 27-and-a-half? Probably good. Pickens over 40-and-a-half? Nope. Oh, man. Now you're up to 100 that's yards where, for three receivers. Up, and then uh, Jalen Warren over 16-and-a-half. Ooh, All receiving. Good. Not bad. Oh, receiving? What's that oh. pay? Um, that is plus 1338. The only one I don't like is that both receivers are going over 50 yards or thereabouts. Uh, one, no, one of them usually gets. You said yeah, 40 they, they and 40. Yeah, they go over right? 43 yeah. and 40. Close to 50. They'd have to get to 50 to make you comfortable. My Here's my problem with that. And here's my prediction. But I did that before you ran over a Dougie score. Oh, yeah. here's, what I, here's my prediction for you being a huge Steeler fan, and you're going to go nuts with this. Deontay will have 42 yards receiving, and he'll catch a ball at the line of scrimmage, and for no reason at all, <laughs> go he'll run backwards for you. He does it all the time. His first move is backwards all the time. It drives me insane. So then you're going to end up with 39 yards. The one that I uh, I was going back and forth uh, with you guys, it was uh, it was last Sunday, or it was the uh, the Thursday night game. I needed one yard. Yeah. And it went all the way down to th- had a uh, quarter and a half. And it made it all the way to the four minutes left in the game. He finally got yeah. the one yard. It's murder. I had Patrick Mahomes with 25 yards rushing. And the second to last play, he got 26 on a nine-yard scramble. I was, I was, thank God. All the difficult ones were clicked. Yeah. And then you just worry that he's going to try to run and get bounced. By. Uh, it's, but it makes the game more fun, especially blowouts. And especially games like tonight. I apologize as a Steelers fan. For a national game with them, they are not fun to watch. Well, it tonight is. there's a profit boost on the game too. So yeah. get all over it. Yeah. Do whatever you can to make the this zappy thing. special. Make it more interesting because, uh, boy, it's going to be a drag. And Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit, you might as well just go to a hypnotist and try to quit smoking. It's going to be more entertaining. Uh, there you go. That's FanDuel. They make the world better, especially games like tonight. Thank you, FanDuel. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? I got to give props to uh, one of our good friends of the show. And just a hell of a nice guy. Meathead, Kevin from Prestige Billiards. Wakes up to the sounds of, of this. Call 911! Help! A hot air balloon just crashed on Meathead's house. And I said, is everyone okay? And he said, yeah, it looks like everybody's okay. I said, go hand out business cards. And he goes, that would have been a good idea. Uh, he said, as they were screaming, I should have just said, uh, well, it does. he said it. They were screaming in the balloon, screaming, call 911, call 911, right before they hit the ground. Because we're all standing outside. He goes, everyone's alive. 
Uh, but I did go over and say, if you need to relieve anxiety, uh, a pool table today, nineteen ninety nine for anyone who's been in a balloon crash. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> what a deal. If you've been, in, it's almost worth crashing a balloon. <laughs> he just texted me a joke. I'm not going to tell. You want me? To, uh, no, no, it's not dirty. It's just a bad meathead joke. Oh. He goes, hey, I had, to, I had to give him an offer. So at Prestige Billiards, if you're in a hot air balloon crash today, get the special $19.99. Today only, free accessories to throw in there. He says, uh, here's my joke for the day. How do suicidal balloons greet each other? What's popping, bro? Oh. All right, meathead. That's he enough. would have lost. Stop while you're ahead. <laughs> Come on. My wife fell down. His wife falls down every once in a while. I've actually witnessed that. Uh, anyway, so Kevin, is, I'm, well, that'll be on the news later. Maybe Meathead will be one of the uh, people to interview. Quite a spectacle. He sent me a couple pictures, too. And then I saw a leprechaun. Here's the funny part about it. On the gondola, which looks like they got everybody out okay. I hope everybody's all right. On the side of the gondola, there's a banner that says, Happy Birthday! Oh, what a boy. rotten birthday. <laughs> You'll you remember to, that one for a long time. You had to wake up at 5, you're freezing your ass off, you get up above the thing, and the thing hits the dirt. It's not even windy. How did they crash today? Ran out of juice. One of the guys up at uh, Tactical Black, um, I always call him Daniel because he looks just like Harry Potter, so I call him Daniel Radcliffe. He chases. Like, one of his jobs is to chase the balloons, which is really cool. I'm like, how do you do that? And he goes, Pfft. And I'm like, so you guys are professional at this, and I, and I, but it's just watch and drive. And he goes, oh, yeah, a and lot of Figuring out the wind? No, they don't know. They're just, they're watching it, and they're like, it's going about 35, it's heading this way. Let's get ahead of it. And then they'll see it veer a little bit. And so most of the time, it's pretty predictable. But this time, they had to drive into a neighborhood and try to scrape them off the ground. Hopefully, everybody's all right. That's I wonder scary. how often they are, you know, it's on private property, just like that. Mind yeah. if I pick up my balloon? <laughs> well, power lines are why I don't do hot air balloons. That's a big one. I don't trust anything you can't steer that flirts with power lines. No. They did that in Sedona that one time, and I had a whole thing mapped out. We're getting in the hot air balloon, and they called, and they're like, it's a little cold. I'm like, what does that mean? Well, we can't go. I'm like, oh, hot air rises. Like, isn't that the point? Yeah, but if it gets a little cold, then there's trouble. You talked me out of it, dude. He was going to go up. I'm like, you talked me out of it. I'm like, whatever you're, if the pilot's telling me, I don't like it. I'm not doing it. So, plus I hate that sound. It sparks my Asperger's. It's a good band name, Sparked Asperger's. Uh, anyway, happy birthday to those people in the balloon. Sorry, hopefully your lunch goes better. I'm sorry about your balloon, dude, who crashed it. Nice job not hitting power lines. That's for darn sure. Oof, that's horrifying. I'd just go home. That, guy's oh. gonna, that guy goes to lunch, he's going to get salmonella or something somewhere. <laughs> I mean, true. it's just, I mean, he's gonna eat it's start raw. over tomorrow. <laughs> a raw piece of yeah. birthday pork yep. going in his gullet. There's uh, no question. He's going to wake up with a dude laying on yeah. it. <laughs> With my sister in that balloon. <laughs> ah, I crashed it and he landed on top of me. Are there two little feet underneath the gondola? Maybe you killed a witch. <laughs> anyway, well, that's a big-ass balloon, too. Oh, my God, these pictures coming in. Uh, so, yeah, be careful. I don't know where he lives, but uh, if you see a balloon on the ground, uh, start asking for Kevin and say you were in it. You'll get nineteen ninety nine on the balloon or on the uh, pool table. And free accessories, which is always the big thing. That's where they get you. Uh, thanks, Kevin, for that news break.
Uh, it's time now for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by my friends at reactdefense.com. The home of Tactical Black and the home of Daniel Radcliffe, who chases those balloons. No self-defense for the wind pushing your balloon around except for just, you know, that thing between your knees. But I'm sure they'd come up with something if a balloon was coming at you how to defend yourself. I'd say sidestep. Uh, but that's a thing you could learn up there. They'll teach you just, just about anything. And, uh, I, again, I went through multiple attacker drills on Monday. And it is so much to learn in such a short period of time. And you pick it up immediately. Again, if you're ever in a spot, let's say you're over at Chopper John's. You've been in there. Oh, great many place. times. It's a great out there all the time. You never know who's going to wander into Chopper John's, which makes Chopper John's kind of fun. Right? And sometimes Chopper John's is on the news. Mm-hmm. And then somebody will wander into Chopper John's. And the next thing you know, you're like, getting yelled at by this guy. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Some people choose to escalate that situation. You think you're in a fight with the one guy. He's got three or four friends. That's what they teach at Tactical Black. Nothing is television. Nothing is, we're squaring up just you and I, Mon. We see these videos online. You see one guy, one guy starts, yeah, one guy starts swinging, the other guy starts taking the punches, and the dude who's winning usually starts having two or three people on his back. It never ends with just, like, handshakes. going great. It's not a hockey fight. There's no referees in street fighting. So multiple attackers usually comes from the idea that one guy's getting the best of another guy, and that guy's friends come in to help out. And you don't know what angle that is, so it teaches you what to look for in those situations. Just try not to get in fights. You're an adult, for Christ's sake. That's the big thing. But if they come to you, you're going to have to know what to do. And there's a lot of weird stuff they've taught me that I'm like, I never would have thought of that. And that's the best part. They're still doing their flash sale, too, which is great. $149 for a month of training. Personal training for $149 the entire month. That is unbelievable. It's in classes, but you're getting essentially personal training. Those trainers are right there with you and the people in your group, and you guys are getting the best there is in the business, no question, hands down, in the world probably. Uh, That's how it works. So get on over there, reactdefense.com, and get a hold of them about that flash sale for $149. Easy peasy. That's how it is. Uh, It's the home of Tactical Black, reactdefense.com. Brady Entertainment. Uh, Super Bowl 58 is going down February 11th at Allegiant Stadium this year. Did you see what Nickelodeon's doing? No. They got an all-star play-by-play team. SpongeBob, SquarePants, Patrick Starfish, Sandy Cheeks, Larry the Lobster will call the game and provide commentary. Would you like my prediction on how this Nickelodeon thing ends? Dumar Hamlin. What if they were calling that game? Spectacular. <laughs> oh, excellent. But they're never doing it again. Oh, gosh, Patrick. It looks like they're bringing out the hospital wagon. Oh, he can't move his legs. I think he's paralyzed, SpongeBob. Yeah, I do, too. They'll go right into a SpongeBob episode. <laughs> but they... All right. You can't have... It's pretty sad here, Patrick. You can't do it. This when, is kind of when funny. When the horrible things happen. The added spice to it is kind of funny, or it could just be horrible. But, you know, you have... Uh, the referees in the booth with you. Anytime there's a re- play review, penalty called, was it a catch? Right. Did he cross, you know? Three Dora the Explorer in boots will make the appearance to explain penalty All calls. Right. So Mike Pereira is replaced by Dora the Explorer. <laughs> We're going to take a little break here while the ambulance takes him off the field. He was he was not moving his feet. That's, that's tragic down there, Patrick. That's how that ends. They think it's all cute. Until, until Ryan Shazier happened. Oh, his neck bent back. That's bad. That's real bad. <laughs> Running the, the snap yeah. back. I don't have a neck. I know. The, the Achilles snapping. <laughs> oh, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, oh, God, that happened. 
I don't have a, 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 a ankle SpongeBob. Yeah, I know, Patrick, but he does, and his Achilles ruptured. We'll be right back. Oh, God. Oh, he's gone. Then the news comes back. He still hasn't felt his extremities. We're, let's go down to the sidelines. Do I explore any news on his paralysis? Nothing yet, SpongeBob. Thanks, Dora. It's a, another rundown of uh, famous movie lines you might be misquoting. You'll probably catch a little Luke, little, you are my father. That's one of them. Or, Luke, I am your father. It's no, I am your no, father. No, I am your father. Um, Which, again, how Frankly, dumb, Scarlet. How dumb were we? The word Vader is father in German. Yeah. How dumb were we? Frankly, Scarlet, I don't give a damn. The actual quote is, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Right. Um, do you I- feel lucky, punk, from Dirty Harry? Is you've got to ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky? Yeah. Well, do you, punk? Right. I don't think I've heard... I don't think I've ever heard, frankly, Miss Scarlet. I've always heard, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. So I don't know that, that I don't know that I've ever heard, heard that, that way. That Miss, Miss Scarlet, I don't give a damn. Are you feeling lucky? That's the one I always thought with her. Well, are you? Do you? We're gonna need a bigger boat, Joss. Is you're gonna need a bigger right. boat? Eh, forgivable. Yeah. Um, if you build it, they will come. He will come. He will come. Yeah. Hello, Clarice. And that gets confused because uh, later, when James Earl Jones gives that amazing speech, people will come, Ray. They won't know why, but they'll come. So you start to associate people, like, they, if you build it, they will come Yeah, with that. Play it again, Sam. From Casablanca, it's just play it, Sam. Yeah. All the gym joints and all the world share to come to mind. Hello, Still never Clarice. Seen that. Never seen Casablanca? No. It's slow by today's standards, but it's fantastic. Is it? Yeah. I know it's a classic. It's a great movie. Never... It's a love story amidst the uh, hiding from... It's like kind of Indiana Jones without all the... There's like a Nazi tie. There's a whole helping the allies out. Oh, it's, it's so... So it's, it's not a chick flick. Super layered. And it's got chick flick in it. Sure. Right? There's, yeah, there's, there's love good. involved. It's a good right. movie, though. All right. And it's about this dude just kind of... Truthfully, running from a relationship. Oh, it's 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 got some modern ties. Casablanca is a great movie. And I told you about this one um, this morning, but Yellowstone creator Taylor Sheridan mm-hmm. is suing Cole Hauser, who's one of the main characters on the show. He's Rip. Rip has come out with his own coffee, and it's a logo like a cattle ranch. Right. And the logo that he has um, for his coffee is the crossing over letters of uh, F and R. Well, Taylor Sheridan already has his own coffee from his ranch in Texas called Bosque Ranch. So it's a B with the R below. Right. Suing him for logo infringement. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, they have to finish the rest of uh, the final season Look, here. This Taylor Sheridan character in, in no way, shape, or form is not using ChatGPT. He's writing 60 shows a day. I just saw, I watched two episodes of a new one. I'm like, and they're brand all- new ones. And he's like, you got another one coming out too. Like nobody can keep Good. all those characters straight. He's Chad GPTing all of the old West. He's and he like- uses those characters out of those right. other show into the other shows. And all you have to do is he probably wrote Yellowstone. And then he said, uh, use this character, uh, invent his father and write one from before. All right, here we go. Here's 1864 or whatever the hell they call it. Yeah, 1883. He's writing all sorts 1923. of... 1923. He is because you can't do this. Nobody's that prolific that quickly. Like, all of it. 
Taylor Sheridan used to write like a movie every couple of years. Now he's writing a TV series in a week. He's using ChatGPT. Or he got out of the uh, loony bin he was staying at and had written all this stuff for 20 years. His walls were covered in (laughs) Yellowstone ideas. Nobody comes up with that many good ideas. And it's he, amazing. He hasn't struck out once. It's he's he's really good at editing the chat GPT ideas. He, there's no way he's doing that alone. Nobody's that good. Give him all the awards. I don't buy it. If you use it, they will come, Ray. People will come. They don't know why, but they'll give their money. Baseball. I love that. Uh, also, uh, Matt Coleman just texted me and said, if we do the tiptoes thing. And we can't get uh, Bridget. I'm going to go for Dinklage. <laughs> and we can get Peter Dinklage because he's in it too. I just have a cast reunion and watch Tiptoes together. I did it with William Shatner. We filled the Orpheum Theater to watch Wrath of Khan just because Shatner and I talked. To, not because of me, but Shatner was on stage afterwards. And I got the honor of being the guy interviewing Shatner on stage in front of these people. It was bananas. It was shocking. They watched all of Wrath of Con- You think you won't watch Tiptoes and then hang out with the cast afterwards? You're insane. This is a great idea. I can't wait. All right. That's it. We're all done. Uh, Brett's coming up next. Yeah. And the reason why is our buddy, our buddy Larry had a, a little tragedy at his house. He lost a, his pup yesterday and just broke him in half. So to our good friend Larry, we love you. And we're sorry you're dealing with this. He's, he's all broken up. His little scratchy passed away yesterday. And, uh, ugh. Yeah, just, yeah. Like 15 years old. Yeah, 15. Right? Sweetest dog in the world. Yeah. So Larry's going through one of those uh, yuck moments. So we're here. We got it. And Brett's going to fill in for him because no one else could. So Brett <laughs> Vesley is going to stick right here in this chair I'm sitting in in just a few minutes. And he's going to try to buy your love and remember how to do this. It's been a minute. Yeah, well, I got to practice for Easter keg, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I do that every year. So, it's, so you're going to give away kegs. That's all you're going to yeah, remember. Pretty much, right. pretty much. Brett's <laughs> handing out directions to where kegs may be in four months. Uh, but, yeah, to Larry, we love you, and I hope you're doing all right, buddy. Brett's got this thing. Don't you worry about it. And we'll see you guys tomorrow right here in the morning sickness. So long. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. Right here. Right here.